Hello and welcome to episode 176 for Schnozcast, Saturday, June 4th, 2022. <laughs> this is Bob, joined by Todd and Nick. Corey Slesky's out on special wedding honeymoon assignment this week. But <laughs> <laughs> well, what do we have for you today? We've got a little booze news. We've got uh, some airing of grievances, an existential question, and uh, we'll see where it goes from there. Maybe even a pick of the week. Gentlemen, how are you? Oh, how are you now? <laughs> have you have you watched? Uh, a fir- Sorry, how are you, Ted? I am mighty. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys caught uh, Shorzy at all? No, and I'm not even caught up on Letterkenny. So oh no, I know, Todd. No, no. Are you caught up in Letterkenny? I'm not, guys. Come on. Dude, I had to I had to catch up on Stranger Things. I, 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 I feel like we've based our entire show on this on the letter Ketty aesthetic. And between the four of us we we probably need to watch it. I did did you finish Stranger Things? Oh yeah. Todd, are you a Stranger Things guy? I am. And not yet? I'm still not finished. I'm behind, man. I got, oh, I got no. lots of stuff. I got lots of stuff on the burners. Yeah. Uh yeah, the the twenty seventh of May was a big day for that was the drop of Shorzy and uh, the first half of, le- of the most recent season of Stranger Things and then the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Wow. <laughs> and I still have Mandalorian to catch up on. And Mandalorian and NHL playoffs <laughs> and NBA playoffs. Exactly. Lots of shit to catch up on. So, hey, if you are joining us here, thank you so much. We definitely appreciate your patronage. You can catch us here. Uh, out at all the streaming services, we release on uh, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time every Friday. Uh, you can find us out there on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Podbean, Stitcher, uh, anywhere else where you can get a podcast. And uh, hey, did you guys, actually, did you know, have I told you this? We're now available on, oh, what is the streaming service that we're on here? Uh, Podbean just sent me like a attaboy. We're on Podchaser. Wow. Nice. I didn't even know it was a thing. No. Uh, <laughs> I love Podchaser. <laughs> and we're also on Samsung Podcasts. So apparently if you have a Samsung device, uh-huh. I'm guessing like a TV or like a smart speaker that, you know, plugs it, access to you until to all of their, you know, IP, mm-hmm. then they have their own podcast channel too, their own streaming service. They make phones too, I think. Uh, yeah. And tablets. Maybe, maybe they have their own app, their own podcast app on their phones. Word. Perhaps. So now we're, we're on all of that shit. That's great. Uh, you can also follow us out on social media on Instagram, on Facebook, and YouTube at schnozcast. You can email us at schnozcast at gmail.com uh, anytime, day or night. Uh, or you can call or text us at 618-SHOCKER. On the Shocker line. Open all the time. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Uh, speaking of that, so let, let's, I mean, just real quick, I want to jump in here to... Um, young Mr. Selesky, who's not able to join us tonight. who's actually on his way back from his honeymoon uh, at a location already undisclosed. Um, he may actually be back in Michigan as we speak, but uh, I'm guessing it was somewhere like uh, Iceland. Yeah, probably. So he could, he could uh, show, <laughs> so he could show off his laps com- comfortably. Yes. Everest. It could be Everest. Uh, he also, he's always talked about walking around Everest in his flip flops. He went into great detail. He did. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> excruciating detail, one might even say. But uh, I take my laptop, my flip-flops. 
he mentioned he mentioned something about Maine to me, so I don't know. Ah, because he was talking about lobster rolls and whatnot. The British Northwest. Oh yeah. So while while he's been on his honeymoon, we you know on the on the podcast thread we we tend to uh, try to amuse each other, and he's been sending pictures, probably snapped from Danielle's phone. Uh, out, to, he, they found this bar, probably right around the corner from the room, a stumbling distance called Gilligan's. Mm-hmm. And every day. He's like, back at Gilligan's, and it's a picture of a drink or a picture of a lobster roll or whatever. And I think, you know, I think we all know Corey well enough to know he's a creature of habit. Yeah. And he found Gilligan's, and he's like, that's our spot. We will go here every day. <laughs> exactly. You know what's funny? Around the corner from Gilligan's is a 10 times better bar, I'll bet. <laughs> <laughs> and he might, Danielle might have been like pulling his sleeve going, hey, babe, babe, we've got a parasailing lesson at four. He's like... Don't bother me, woman. I'm I'm enjoying Gilligan's, and I don't <laughs> want to leave. That parasailing sure lesson that. can wait. That's true. I'm sure he said that. So yeah, uh, the rest of the rest of the honeymoon picks I'm going to save for the airing of grievances. <laughs> so I feel like we we all have a shared grievance in that. But you know, it, it was happy to see. And look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend like this podcast is the reason why those two got married. But I like to think that it, it has a lot to do with it. I mean, you, you can't say that it isn't. I You can't exactly. prove that it isn't. It's true. 100%. We actually have um, actual audio from part of uh, the best man speech at that wedding, at said wedding. Do we? We do. Ooh. Is that something we want to, that anybody else is interested in hearing? It's it's very. It was a great, it was a great speech. It's like a snippet and a clip it. Oh, perfect. Yeah, let's do it. Snippety snip snip clip. So I'll just set I'll just set up the clip. Um, it's something that. Uh, well, that, hold on. Let Let's set up the best man speech. Sure, go right? ahead. So I I I, I had toot, toot. I had literally not typed a word of it <laughs> until about forty five minutes before um, Nick and uh, Corey and the rest of the groomsmen were you know, arriving at my house to mm-hmm. take pictures and get ready and stuff. But I had been thinking about it for weeks. So in my head, I'd been like running through like, oh, I want to hit this beat. I want to do that. I want to do this. And I had given like a week before the wedding day, I had given Nick a heads up to say, hey, uh, I really want to do something here because you do such an incredible Corey impression that anybody who listens to the podcast should be aware of that. But if they if they don't, like there's going to be a lot of people at that wedding. Like I really think this is something that we need to unleash upon the world. And if, if you guys haven't put the puzzle pieces together yet, Bob was the best man. Uh, yeah, we were all Todd and Todd and, Todd and Nick and I were all groomsmen, um, mm-hmm. and uh, so I had to write this speech. So he's like, "Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Do I have to write it?" And I go, "No, no, I'll write it. You just have to read it." He's like, "Okay, cool." And then like a week went by, and I hadn't mentioned a word to Nick about what I had done with it, if, if anything, because I hadn't really typed anything yet until he got to my house. So like forty five minutes before they got there, I sat down and I tapped, I, I banged it all out, and. And then he walked into the kitchen and I pulled him aside because Corey was, you know, also there. And I'm like, hey, man, uh, I want you to take a look at this and read it because I've got your part on the back that I want you to read in the voice of Corey. And I'm like, son of a bitch. I'm like, dude, I completely thought I was off the hook. I'm like, all right, well, that went out the window. I'm like, cool. Yeah. You know, he hasn't. <laughs> He's you know, forgotten all about it. Bob's Bob's a planner, you know, and so he, he would have, you know, given me a heads up like, hey, man, a couple days, you know, just so you know, this is what I came up with. Uh, if you still want to do this, yeah. nothing. We are at his house in 
our suits for the wedding. Yeah. And he's like, hey, you want to look this over? Um, it's my speech. And I'm like, yeah. And you're like, he's like, uh, yeah, your part's on the back. I'm like, my part? I'm like, wait, I, I didn't know we were still doing this. And he's like, is it going to be a problem? You said you would do it. I'm yeah. like, well, what the fuck? Is he's this like, going to be a problem? Yeah. He goes, he goes, you don't have to memorize it. And I'm like, <laughs> right. oh, exactly. okay. I'm like, well, a little heads up. <laughs> so it was a uh, single piece of paper, du- uh, uh, double-sided. And I'm like, your, your stuff's on the back. And he Six was, font. He was clearly rattled because he's like, uh, 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 sorry, where, where am I at? What, what, what part am I reading? No, no, it's on the other side. Like, oh, okay. I, I was, How will I know this stuff? I'm like, it'll be in the quotes. It's not even on the side you're reading. Like, you'll get to it. I say I moved all your stuff. Your part is specifically on the back of the He page. was pretty vague. He goes, just read this. And I said, okay. And I said, so. Well, we were also in the kitchen, in my kitchen with everyone else. Everyone's getting ready, yeah. Like, I don't want anybody else to, to hear this, but much less, you know, not even the other groups. Yeah, if only you had recording. time to plan this. <laughs> I'm like, all you have to do is read it. So I'm I'm going through it, and I'm seeing quotations at the beginning. And he, to be fair, he never said, like, all your stuff's at the end. He just said. I totally did. He said. Because you were freaking out. He I'm, said. I like, where, where? I can read, read all this? I, I think go, it was no, the third the, time I questioned him. Back. He's like, it's on the back at the end. I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, you didn't tell me. That. You just said read this. So I'm like, am I supposed to be reading in his voice in any quotation? He's like, no, 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 just the stuff on the back. That's the and only so I, I look at the back, and, on and, it's, on the back. and it's like a page of the dictionary, and I'm like, okay. Dude. It wasn't like Nick's section, Bob's section. Like, it was just, <laughs> it's that last paragraph. But, but <laughs> what I told him also, and clearly he was freaked the fuck out, I told him, I go, I'm going to read everything up until that, and then right before your, your part that you're supposed to read, I'm going to call you up to the mic and hand it to you. Mm-hmm. Like, you will know. The rest of it is all you, except for, like, there's one paragraph at the end that says, like, well, let's do a, t- a toast. But even if you wanted to read that in Corey's voice, too, like, I would be totally fine with that. So I tried to make him feel like, hey, d- just don't s- stress this. Plus, it's noon, and we don't have to do this until, like, 7 p.m. The funny part was is you were like, all right, now I'm going to hand the mic over to Nick Bader. And, like, you sat, you hand me the mic, you, like, you sat down. I'm no, like, no, I did not sit down. I never sat down. Or whatever you did, you, you just handed me the mic. I, I moved, and I'm like, away. I gave you the spotlight. I stepped he away. Did. He, like, he, he stepped I'm away. Like, I grabbed the, the Nick Bader I had show. to grab the paper from you. I'm like, <laughs> he no, moved I gave off the mark. The pa- I gave you the paper. I gave okay. you the mic and the paper. If anyone has video footage, please pull it up. There, I, I could be, be wrong. I saw, I saw You didn't see anything. He stepped off the mark. Get out of here. Set you up. Like the champion. Your eyes were not used to such low altitudes. You couldn't tell anything. (laughs) Thank you, sir. (laughs) You were spotting raccoons and dimes. No one could figure out what was going on. (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll save a description of the day uh, to you know the next episode where Corey's here. But uh, as far as Beckman's speech goes, once we walked into the as as we walked, all of the groomsmen got off of the bus and finally walked into the room where everybody had been waiting for us to to get fucking get there forever. You um, late bitches. They were, they pulled Corey out of the dance floor immediately, and they're like, we're going to cut the cake right now. And I've never seen. <laughs> no. Oh, I've never I've been never to a wedding where you cut the cake before anybody has had. I didn't even have a drink. I hadn't even sat down on my chair. No one had had a bite to eat. <laughs> yeah. And already's cutting cake. So we get up to the head table, and we start filing in. You know, and it's a, it's kind of tight quarters back there. They got us on a riser. It was as if uh, there were twelve people, or let's say twenty people, that needed to sit at this table, and the table sat eighteen. <laughs> yeah, we were literally <laughs> sitting like this, trying to eat. You know, cut like oh, since do you want me to cut, I could just move my chair a little bit. That's I can why cut you your guys were sweating so hard. Oh, oh well, God! Yeah, it was the the churches where the sweating happened, and um, the the Gore Tex suits we had too. Those were not, yeah, that they did didn't not breathe, breathe, very breathe well. at all. Um, so while we, as we're trying to, 
sit down up there. Guy comes over, the the DJ who's kind of playing master ceremonies, like hands a mic to us, me and the maid of honor. It's like, okay, um, we're going to go ahead with the with the speech. Uh, which one do you want to go first? I'm like, when? Well, as soon as you're done cutting the cake. I'm like, he's already like, <laughs> it's less, the knife is halfway through the cake. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Right now. It was so weird. We we all came in and, it, you know, shouting and stuff as the, the, the bridal party came in. Yeah. And we're trying to find our seats. And for whatever reason... I wasn't at the rehearsal dinner, uh, not for whatever reason for that, but I'd lost my grandma. But for whatever reason, um, nothing, like the people that were at the rehearsal dinner knew less about what they were supposed to do than I did. The rehearsal well, dinner doesn't the, cover what happens in the in Yeah, exactly. I, exactly. Uh, I'm talking about As even in the church. Oh, well. <laughs> at, at, no one knew where they were supposed to stand. No one knew who they were supposed to be behind. Finally, a couple yeah. people, even including Joe, just said, I don't really think it matters. Just get in line. And I'm like, no, no it absolutely when, matters. Yeah, No one knew when to stand or sit in the church, too. There's a funny bit story about that as well. I, I still think that Joe was... <laughs> Because in my mind, you know, I would never second guess Corey on, on his decision on, you know, who he wants the best man and right. who he wants next to the best man. And and you yeah. would almost think in succession he would say, okay, who are the people that are closest, who I'm closest to, we're going to go in that order. Right. And when I saw Joe was in front of me, I, I really started, um, you know, taking stock of my life and reevaluating some things. Like, <laughs> this doesn't make it. This doesn't make any sense. This is this is a guy we never see. You know, Corey spends the night in my house every week. You know, yeah. he's we do a podcast, and it just has he known Joe longer than you? He has, but that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I don't I've know known a lot of people longer than I've known you, and I like you a lot better. <laughs> so oh, thanks, man. I mean, there you, go. you know, and so. Um, so it didn't, and so I'm listening, you know, I got Corey telling me you need to follow Joe and I've got Bob telling me, uh, no, you're in front of Joe. And then I have Joe telling me, yeah, no, I, I, I stand next to Bob and I said, what am I supposed to do? And Bob told, probably told me three or four times, dude, dude, just Joe can tell you. Joe, just follow Joe's lead. And I'm like, okay. And, and Joe was very adamant. He's like, no, I, I'm stand, I'm next to Bob. And so I was racking my brain. I'm like, this doesn't make – and I'm, I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. I'm like, so I'm third tier now, like, to Joe? And so all I kept thinking about it was – like It seemed all night. What's that? It seemed like it to me all night. Yeah. It, feel, it felt like you were fourth fiddle. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was, I was definitely. And so, and I'm thinking, and I thought, well, I guess Corey's just basing this on who he's known the longest. And so finally at the last minute, I brought in some uh, third party guests and they're like, no, 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 no. Nick stands next to Bob. And it was like out of Joe's cold, dead hands that we had to pry that spot. So if, if Joe's uh, Joe has a lot of similarities with my brother um, and my brother, whether it be hedonistic or intentional or malicious, or it would just be subconscious, he would be the one to pull something like that. So I could almost see Joe being like, mm, fuck this man. I've known him fucking longer. Why is he standing next to Bob? You know, and whether it be conscious or a subconscious thought. So th- that being said, you know, uh, once we got into the reception hall, now you can only imagine how the seat situation went. Uh, I, I learned I, something special about Joe, though, during this this event as well. I learned a lot of special things about <laughs> Joe. But we got up there, and there's not enough room as it is, and Joe was trying to do the same thing up there. 
oh, man, my beer's sitting right here. I'm right next to Bob. What do you, what, what, you can't sit there. And I'm like, what? dude, and like everyone's looking. We're at the head table. So I'm like, yeah. I don't, I think it goes the same way we came in. No, it doesn't go that way. I'm, I'm supposed to be right here. I'm like, yeah. you're not next to Bob. Yeah. So it, it was it was something weird because already fighting over your presence. He, yeah, had you I asked know. me before, I wouldn't have cared. But since he cared so much, it made me care. Yeah. I was like, wait a second, no. <laughs> oh, this is important exactly. to you. Exactly. Let me figure He's out how I can mom. shit all over you. And exactly. I and I asked. I ended up pulling Corey aside at one point and just asked him a quick question. I don't know if it was at the. I think it might have been at the church. And he said, "No, absolutely not. You go right next to Bob. You're you're after Bob." And I said, thank you, sir. And I came back. I said, scoot over, Joe. And he's like, yeah. well, what do you mean? I'm like, nope, I just talked to Corey. You're third or you're, you're fourth or you're third. Yeah. And he's like, oh, Corey said whatever Corey wants. And yeah. I'm like, uh, I think someone knew what was going on this whole fucking time. Yes. So, so the guys, so he handed us the microphone. Hey, we're doing it as soon as we're done cutting the cake. And thank God. The maid of honor said, I'll go first. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. And thanks. wasn't it literally we walked into the reception and they started cutting the cake? Immediately. They're like, oh, there you are, Corey. Come on. And they gave you know, me a knife I know, and they pulled I know into why. the cake. Why I, is that? I have the back backstory on that. So okay. so the the weather actually held up really, really good. So while we were at the church, while it was warm, there wasn't it didn't seem like the threat of rain. But if as you recall, when you guys when you guys left the church and got in the bus, yeah. It started raining, and so the fact that you guys went wherever you went to take extra pictures and do your the the bridal party ride, you guys because actually because the funny thing is I I made Lori like twenty minutes late for when we were supposed to be at the reception hall because we were supposed to be there seated and ready to eat like at six thirty and you guys didn't roll in until like seven, so every people were like were like like where's the food like people were like they're bringing out cheese and all this extra shit because the everybody was ready to eat. And when so when you guys got there, you were essentially thirty minutes late, and that's why that's why it was a, it was the first for me to see that like literally they walk in and start because I even asked Lori I'm like I've never seen anybody walk right into the building hands raised and like go to slice the cake yeah. and then like literally you guys the, the speech started but it was because we were supposed to be eating uh, at, at the time that 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 started so you guys were a little bit late through the room yeah I mean it, it's ridiculous though I mean it. Later, not I, you know, it still didn't make any you know, sense why they cut the cake at that no, there's time. No, there's another reason though. So they're so still again, waiting for remember, the number. There's a cutoff <laughs> for the boot. There's a there's well, the biggest reason is there's not much people that when they're eating, they're not drinking, and the bar yeah. shut at a, had a finite shutoff. That's right. And so, if you want to get your money's worth, you got to that that vein, and, and and it's rude to be drinking during all the speeches and like people milling around there. So the fact that you guys were half an hour late cut into the drinking budget. And so they were hustling so that the bar could be open for the goodness that it did provide. Yeah, but weren't they drinking for like 30 minutes in the interim? Yeah, did they cut the bar off right when we were supposed to get there? And then no, but no every, most everybody most everybody was late due to the rain. <laughs> okay. we And we weren't even late during, to, due to the rain. We were late because you're taking a bunch of people that's been drinking on a party bus and you're going from Dearborn to, hey, let's take pictures at the top of the fucking Fisher Building or yeah. wherever the fuck we went. We went yeah. downtown in rush during hour rush traffic. hour on a Friday. Thunderstorms. I'm like, during the rain. Yeah. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I said, why are we going downtown? <laughs> well, that's where we're going to take pictures. So I thought, you Crazy. know, it was this huge setup. No, it was, we went, like, to a parking structure. Yeah. And, 
you know, got a picture of some building in the background. Like it didn't make too much sense, I, but if that's I, what they wanted, that's what they know. wanted. And the elevators it's were not broken. Your day. Yeah, the elevators <laughs> not were your day. The elevators were broken, and at one time, the photographer literally had to tell Joe to shut the fuck up. Yes, because yeah. I mean, he just you know he love him, love the guy to death, but you know, I said from the beginning, you know, this three hours of waiting at Bob's house that was poorly planned. By I mean, it by, was. A- it was a, a, a trial by fire for anybody with ADD, I got to believe. Yeah, and I literally told Joe, I said, you know, Bob and I certainly agree that believe that if you have too much downtime with nothing entertaining you, that you're just going to start hitting the beer. And you know, fuck you guys. And yeah. he absolutely did. Oh, yeah. Every time I looked at him, he was opening the cooler. I'm like, oh, fuck. And now, then he wouldn't shut up. Uh, Joe does this thing, though, where he, and I, you can always tell how many how many beers Joe drank because he takes the pull tab on a can of beer and he turns it around Mm -hmm. which is so fucking annoying because you know you want to rinse the can i want to rinse out the can so it's not going to be attracting all the fucking ants and shit so i could tell you but his his he never drinks a full can of beer he'll drink it (laughs) down until there's so it gets warm but no because he's not (laughs) drinking slow he'll he just doesn't like to finish it Nobody wants wants to swill guess guess who else doesn't like to finish beer back back (laughs) my brother yeah he will say, oh, what's this kind of beer? Oh, I've never had this one before. And I will find it in somewhere in my living room, like in a dark corner on an end table, half full. <laughs> and then he'll be like, oh, let me, uh, can I get one of those? You, I saw you drinking one of those margarita things. And I will find that one somewhere else in the house, half full. And I'm like, I don't mind. Like my dad used to say about the squirrels, like, you know, eating his sunflowers before they, uh, before they germinated, he's like, you know, at least give me some satisfaction that you're you're chewing the plant that I am am really nursing yeah. down to get the seeds, but right. they don't even have a flower on them yet. So it's like my brother, it's like, you know, give me the satisfaction of at least finishing it, you know, not just, you know, like you're a sultan of an empire and you're like, maybe sip it sip sip. No, I don't want this one. Sip exactly. sip sip. I don't yeah. no, I don't care for this one. This yeah. is not your tasting bar, you know. <laughs> he should he should drink past the pain. <laughs> i am not here that sounds very oppressive this Nick. is this is not a, that's why you're in the fourth position this is not a vineyard where you come and just taste <laughs> that's whatever why you you're want in the fourth position yeah so so yeah i, I it. another thing i can understand <laughs> I they have finish my plate and my beer at nick's house from now on yeah, a half-eaten plate of food and a half-drank can of beer. Yeah, I would give you this, the same the same lip service I, I give him. So that, that's <laughs> completely asinine. I don't understand that. But so we so at that point the the, the maid of honor gave her speech, which was very sweet, and uh, you know it wasn't funny as much as it was very heartfelt. There's a, a couple of chuckles in there, but it was very- a lot of threats, a lot of a lot of veiled <laughs> threats. Yeah, it was your maid We've of honor been should for forever. And, and and had, if you shit on her, I'll slit your throat. And had I never met Danielle, and I've never had a sister, but I'm like, I'm like, okay, yeah. I could have written. I mean, don't every maid of honor don't they say like, you okay? You can't say sister. Yeah. You cannot say sister in the speech. What freaked me out is that she memorized over half of it, and here I am, like, I didn't, I haven't memorized any of this shit. That's why I have a piece of paper. But that's why yours is so good. Not uh, that hers like, was bad. Because again, me. she as I found out, she may be listening. She may. Oh, it's true. Yeah. Hell of a speech. So hell, hell of a speech. speech. She, hell she, of a speech. She did come yeah. up to Bob Love afterwards. Her. She did come up to Bob afterwards. If she afterwards. wasn't married with children, man. <laughs> if you weren't also married. <laughs> oh yeah, that yeah. too. She came up to Bob afterwards. She's like, Wow, I, I 
feel really bad now because I thought my speech was pretty good. She goes, but then I heard yours and it was so much better than it mine. was. It was really good, but it wasn't. It was no, really it was just, it was just, I, I'm like, we're going for laughs here. I'm not going to We're tug on your it heart. Was really good, Bob. One, yeah. One's a best man speech and one's a maid of honor speech. And you expect sure. a maid of honor yeah. speech to be sappy. And I love you like a sister. No, and crap. I don't, I can't <laughs> imagine that a, that a woman comedian would give a sappy thing. Daniel doesn't seem like someone that would have women comedians as friends. Uh, yeah. But she also doesn't have male comedians as friends because that's not what we were. No. We just happened to. The, the cool part is, and the reason why I, you know, tapped that out in 45 minutes on my laptop was because we know Corey very, very well. And he's got particular buttons that if you want to push them are easy to find. Uh, there's particular things in the in the speech where I'm like, oh, we got to have this, we got to have that. They were like, all these beats we got to hit. It's just a matter of writing it down. So I wanted to scream TT like twice during you. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, you yeah. you guys have been rambling for a long time. We yeah. still haven't even heard the cut yet. No, and I was well, I was trying to trying to set the stage, uh, and now he's walked away. But I will say, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, what once once I got started. It, and I got that first laugh. I'm like, okay, this is going to be all right. Because otherwise, really it's good. like everybody like pin drop, and it's it's pretty daunting unless you're in a small room. I had your back, it. Bob. If I, you'd suck, I appreciate that, man. I would have yelled something very, very. You very, suck. Very, exactly, <laughs> yeah. and then racist. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. Get white that cracker boy. off the stage. <laughs> Let a brother come up there and give that exactly. Speech. Let a brother hold this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I was wait, I I, you, I knew you were going to do good though. Actually, uh, we, <sighs> we had we knew that it was going to be good right from the get go. But I I have your back. If, I, I if will. It had gone over like a fart in church. Yeah, I, I will say. Yeah, I think you. doing this podcast for the last couple of years with you guys really really helped to talk to into a microphone. Uh, honestly, I mean, I I in my in my career, I've been a instructor. I've certainly given speeches. Toot, toot. Um, yeah, it's but I, but that's probably the biggest room, and it was kind of daunting, as I'm sure you probably felt when you got the microphone and like everybody's waiting for you to talk. I mean, I mean, I was in, you know, uh, VP of a lot of clubs and stuff in school, so I had to do a lot. Yeah. Of, I had to do a lot. You of were in give zero fucks mode. No, I, I had to do a lot of that, and you're absolutely right about the podcast. Yeah. I'm like, hey, we're used to cameras and audience, and right. It, it didn't bother me. I'm still not used to it. The fame, the fame, still. When I walk down the streets of Seattle and people are running up to me asking about the Snyder's cast, I'm like, "Get off me!" They're probably wondering why you me. can't pronounce it if you're on the show. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, "Get you, the fuck off me!" People are always I, asking I, me I, about I, the Snyder's cast. Exactly, yeah. the Snyder's cast. <laughs> I'm on it. They pay me. I'm good. I, I have a feeling that this is. I wish these bitches would leave a brother alone. <laughs> this exactly. Let a player play. I have a feeling. Exactly. I have a feeling that the, the rest of this thread that's unwinding is going to go through the whole sweater. So, let's do this shot. Real yeah. Quick. T- t- so, so we'll back for a second. Uh, so, what are we drinking tonight? Uh, Nick Scott. What's your beer? I'm drinking a uh, summer shandy right now. Summer shandy. I got a Alaskan amber ale, and we're going to do uh, bird dog apple whiskey. Yep. What about you, Todd? Bird dog. I am having for my shot a little uh, Jim Peach, a little Machu Picchu. And uh, for my beer, uh, I went again with uh, Deschutes uh, Hazetron, eight uh, percent hazy IPA. Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. Deschutes. Well, Deschutes. So now's the time where I'm about to raise the glass, but this is usually when Todd's like, "Oh, hang on, I'm ready, bitch." <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Cheers, everybody. Salute.
All right, so continuing, oh. we're at the hall. Bob picks up the mic. Yeah, and so I just started reading, and I, like I said, I got that first laugh. First couple paragraphs, you have to thank the you have to thank the families, and you have to thank everybody else who showed up there. Um, it means a lot to you know raise a glass to Corey and Danielle, raise a glass to Corky and uh, to her parents. Can't remember their names. Um, um, you didn't raise a glass to anybody though who came from more than twenty six miles away. That is true. I did not. Um, just saying. And that's. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I can't. I can't. You're not getting married. I can't. You know. I I thanked everybody. Oh, who, you can squeeze. You can squeeze that in. And for people who came from near and far. Wow. It's not all about you, sweetheart. That's true. It, it it's all about is. Todd. Yeah. Mostly. Well, I did thank everyone who who came to support Corey and Danielle, and you were in that group. I just didn't well, give a ish. distance traveled uh, <laughs> award to you. Exactly because I, you didn't put me on the on the review of that of the doc. You didn't thank everyone yeah. at the at the uh, head table. Uh, now that I'm thinking about you it, you did no. not. And, and they you, really should have been thanked for the money that they had to spend to be at that head table. I'm telling you, it's not cheap. So, so yeah, so I got halfway through, and then at, at that point I go, okay, at this point I'd like to pass the mic over to, I'd like to call Nick Bader up to the microphone. And I, I said, because um, Corey, Corey and Danielle did not write their own vows, they went with the standard, you know, repeat after me stuff from the from the priest. But I said, few people know this, but, you know, Corey actually did write his own vows, and they were thought to be lost to obscurity, but we've uh, we've recovered them. And so they'll be read to you now by Nick Bader in the voice of Corey. Uh, and I think that the any any nervousness that if I had any, which I really don't feel like I did, um, any nervous if you did it was tough to tell. Yeah, any nervousness that I may have had was completely extinguished by the look of realization <laughs> oh. on Corey's face. When you said, I'm going to hand the mic to Nick Bader. It wasn't a look. It, as soon as I said, I'd like to call Nick Bader up to the microphone, he went, fuck. He, no, he goes, <laughs> he goes, he goes, oh, fuck. I yeah. think I know what this is. Yeah. He was, he knew immediately <laughs> what was going to happen. And I wish I had time to laugh, but it was, it made me, it made my, my soul smile. It, well, not only that, but when you started talking, uh, you know, all, so and you'll see, you'll hear it in a second. As soon as he starts talking, it like it gets an immediate, immediate chuckle from everybody in the room who knows Corey. And I, you can even see in the video Donnie Gephardt just going, "Yes, yes, yes, this is what I've been was waiting he? for." <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like, "If he would have done it, he could have. He would have done a backflip if he if he could have on that on that riser." <laughs> I so I started it with which was improvisational, right? Uh, I. At the last yeah. minute, right? By the when, way, don't don't do that anymore. I, I wrote that shit. I expect it to be right, read, read right, written. Right when he gave me the mic, I thought, I know what I'm going to do. Oh no! See, that's why oh, I wrote boy. it. And so I, this is the guy you. who's like, "Whoa, I uh, I haven't read this yet." Now all of a sudden, he's like, "I got this." Yeah, there's there's yep. some artistic license, and so <laughs> so I I just I said I said hello everyone. My name's Nick, but for the next few moments, I won't be. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. everyone kind of chuckled like unknowingly, like, okay, hold on, <laughs> wait a second. Yeah, some, something interesting is going to happen. Something here. is happening right now. Yeah. <laughs> and so. Yeah, so this is a perfect place for you to play that clip, even though it's very short. And it's the end. Uh, no, it's the very beginning. Oh, is it? Of, the, of, the, of your part of the speech. But if you've listened to the podcast at all, you know Corey enough, you know Nick's impression, you will understand. So let's see if this, uh, if this 
very short clip comes through. And uh, you should know or, or be able to figure out yes or no. Uh, Corey said um, several times, that doesn't sound like me. I've talked to a lot of people <laughs> that say it doesn't sound like me. This yeah. is a room of clo- Corey's closest friends and family and yeah. family of, you know, 300 plus. So uh, the room will tell you what they think. Yeah. So it was, it was, um, you know, but I Bob, give Bob a lot of credit. He, he wrote it all. Um, and he, uh, it was a very short part to an amazing, an amazing best man speech that got, um, more laughs than I thought it would have. Um, I'll tell you what, man, I've never had, I mean, uh, thank God people, people kept coming up afterward going like that speech was great. That was one of the best man speeches I've ever heard. I'm like, yeah, really? I was wishing you were my best man, Bob. After that speech, I mean, yeah, well, you you have to, opportunities. You buddy. have to understand, and I and I believe we Next have time. we have a polish of showmanship from this show. Yeah, um, because you could seriously have not had um, that. You couldn't. You could have had that not be as well received as it was, had you not masterfully done delivery. And any comedian will tell you that it's all about delivery. You know, 100%. what what to put emphasis on, when to stop, when to give a pause. Yep. As you heard right there, and, and it was this wasn't even for me, but you did it just the same. Um, I you know I paused. I said, yeah, and I thought, yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. And and that dramatic yeah, exactly. pause, you know, was it, everyone just lost it, you know. And uh, and Bob, you were doing the same thing. You you did a great job at, you know, hitting those high notes and uh, belting it out to the back row. And so while you guys are both stroking each other's balls, <laughs> I was someone... thinking, why can't I eat yet? Lay <laughs> off me, I'm starving. <laughs> I, I just wanted the first bite of the freaking wedding party table food. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> Actually, you both knocked it out of the park. I, as a person, you sat there as part of the audience uh, and took it all in and was surprised 100% by it. Uh, you both, I'm giving you a Todd Dillon solid A+. Plus. Wow. Uh, both of you. Both of you crushed it. Wow, all the movies I give you give me an F, so this is great. That <laughs> This is fantastic. Yeah, I didn't let, the only people I let read it beforehand was uh, Jack and Cecilia and Nick. I just I, needed somebody. Sorry, and, Lori, and, and Lori and Lori. I, I, I honestly, she, she was boasting uh, while I was sitting next to her. <laughs> I've, I've read it already. I, think, I, it, it's pretty good. I've it's it. pretty it's good. good. Yeah, I give it. I give it a, and I, a solid, and I solid B. And I'm like, I'll be the judge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't you tell me what to think about exactly. this speech I haven't heard I'll, yet. But I'll I, know if it's good. Yeah. I give Bob a lot of credit, not you know, to take away from, excuse me, his delivery because it was solid. Excuse me. Um. But you know, I had a little bit, um, I had a, a little bit of a handicap because if you can just do the voice, you can say anything in that voice, and it's going to be funny. You you didn't have the you had to be funny. You actually had to be funny. I, I mean, I could have said, "Have you looked at Bob?" I, I you know, I could have said every time I see him, I smile. I could I could I could have literally I could have literally. <laughs> He said, "Every time he sees you, he smiles." <laughs> I, I could have, I could have easily said, you know, ah, I almost made it to the bus stop today, but I tripped on one of my flip flops, 
and everyone would have started fucking laughing because it was in the Corey voice, you know. And if you, especially, you know, we we even think, you know, I think it's funny um, because it's, you know, there are a lot of voices I I do. I just imitate people. You know, a lot of people say, like, do you sit at home and look in the mirror? And It's just how I hear someone. And if I'm telling a story, I just feel it enhances it if I do it in different people's voices. And there are so many people that I pick up along the way during my life that, you know, I'll get their voice down and they're, you know, not around anymore. Or it, it doesn't, you know, hold any weight because nobody knows who the hell it is. So... With us, you're, 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 it, it helps though. And for me, I was telling Lori this. It's funny. You were, you were so good, and it is so dead on, Corey. But the fact that it's Co- Corey with a a whole heaping helping of Peter Griffin. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, that makes <laughs> that makes it that much better. Yeah. <laughs> and I've often compared him to to Peter Griffin. And there was actually an episode where Peter Griffin didn't have glasses on, and he had a goatee. And he's just got this, like, Garfield eye face, like, just completely unimpressed staring off in the distance. And we, at work, we've I've created that into, you know, several different memes that I've sent to Tony and, like, Zeke and stuff. And they fucking lost their mind. And there was one time that we were, uh, we went and got lunch. And, and, you know, Corey would never, for the life of him, or to save your life, he would never offer you know, to get you any lunch or say, Hey, I'm getting pick up lunch. But if he food was so important to him that if he found out Tony and I like stopped at some place in Detroit, some sandwich shop and picked up a sandwich and did not pick up the phone and call him and say like, Hey buddy, did you want a sandwich too? Like he would get so fucking pissed. So I remember one time I made a meme and it was just imagine Peter Griffin's face with a goatee and no glasses, just very unimpressed staring off in the distance. And, you know, I put at the top, like, Eh, so I guess I'll just sit here and eat my peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> and he, and if you know anything about Corey, he's gets very territorial about food, and he doesn't find humor in other people having good food. He finds humor in him having good food. Hold on, he actually. So you're 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 being very specific, but you can broaden that out. I don't think Corey enjoys. It bothers Corey if anyone is having a good time without him, without him, or a good time that. He already had first, but nobody knew knew about it. <laughs> yeah, he wants. He's got to be the first one to have that good time, that first one to. I I, I think if anybody who's listening to the show, what we do a pick of the week, uh, not every week, but uh, quite often. Uh huh. Anybody who's anybody who offers a pick that is a product that Corey didn't have is met with. Oh, okay, it's it's just a sort of a lukewarm reception. It's, by it's Corey. Un, unimpressive too. R- right, but if it's something. Uh, something that Corey discovered on his own. It's, it's a very like guys, you were never, but b- believe me, if, if you're hearing it here in a pick of the week of the podcast, that means that like all throughout the week, what we've gotten it through text from Corey is guys, you're never going to believe what happened to me. And then all of a sudden he gets to it and it's like, all right. So, uh, I got this company called ready clips Yeah, it, and, it, uh, it, it, with the, with the so, same gravity of like, Oh, you're never going to believe I just found $100,000 in the sewer. Yeah. He'll be like, hey, it's, 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 dude, listen, it's, it's, it's a company called ready clips. It's, it's amazing. So, so they're, they're, they're paper clips. So you're, you're talking about paper clips. Yeah. Oh, nobody. They're not just fucking paper clips. They're not just fucking so they, 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 they fucking soak these, they, they saturate these in in a titanium alloy rubber. <laughs> And these, these, you get five of them for $10. These paper clips, you can bend them in any shape 
and they will return to their shape if you just dunk them in cold water. And <laughs> I, I've I've got these on my keychain. You never know when you're gonna need a fucking paperclip. And he would go on and on about something that if we were to tell him about like a rubber dipped paperclip that was black, he'd be yeah. like, "That is the stupidest thing I've ever fucking heard." So you and if you said to him like. Oh, I have a similar thing that I that I've been using. Uh, is this the same same brand? You're, oh. not, you're not trying to show people like, oh, hold on. But does yours allow you to straighten that paper clip and put it in your incense holder and then light it and it smells like caramel? And you, you put it right back into cold water. It goes <laughs> goes fucking right back. Yeah, right back. You you can use it, twist it around your kayak wraps, and, and, and the second second it's undone. So I, I've always got ready clips on my ready clips. If you guys are looking, it's on Amazon. And it's like, it's something so simple, yeah. but because he discovered it, like it is, yes. it is like the first respirator to breathe oxygen underwater. Like right. to him, Word. it's like, oh my it's God. It's like he's in an amphitheater. He's explaining to people for the first time that yes, brain surgery is possible. I know we've been using leeches, but hear me out. <laughs> I found a way to actually cut into the human brain and remove a tumor. And people were like, no, no, you didn't. can't be done. Can't be done. I remember he was That's so sorcery. That is, he was so excited um, about the, um, what the hell was the pick of the week? Cable, I mean, you name it. cable creations. Oh. He's like, Oh, cable <laughs> right. creations is so amazing. Yeah. The long, and the short of it. And I'll spare you any, the Corey impression, <laughs> but the long, and the short of it was, uh, you go to Amazon and you specify how long you want a ca- uh, cable to charge your phone, and how long you want yeah, it—two feet, I, three feet, I, four I, feet. I, I want a, I want a five-inch cable. Yeah, and whatever the specs are, they make you a cable that size. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so basically, this is a phone cable that I can go in any Seven Eleven and fucking buy a phone cable anywhere. Uh, oh no! Oh no! 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 This no, is not no. just a phone cable. This is yeah. not. It's not. There's a dude in a factory that has a reel. It's like ten thousand feet long, <laughs> and he can cut it to any length you want. And this guy's Custom been thinking about you. jumping off the roof, but dude. once he once he got your order, he's like, you know what? Now I've got a reason to live, dude. No, seriously, exactly. this was uh, these these are blind nuns at the foot of the Pyrenees <laughs> that that hand weave these. Yeah, you know, it's like nun weaved. Yep. <laughs> Exactly. And, unweaved and, cables. And if any any one of us defrocked nuns even. Defrocked nuns. Any one of us were to say our pick of the week is a phone charging cable. He'd be like ah, 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 Oh, you mean a, a ah, cable like all of us use every day by So so, oh, so, so yeah. the what like uh, hundreds of them that I have laying around the house? I have a five foot cable. I could have given you one. You know, it would have been, you know, shot right out of the water. Yeah, Hold yeah, on, my cable have, was just made a, by disgraced you, disgraced nuns. <laughs> In a in a mountaintop retreat that were shunt, shunt by the Lord, and decided the only way that they could get back in His good graces was to make these five inch cables. Yes, and so that's what they did. But yeah, so that uh, I, I love how we went very easily I, from uh, the wedding was awesome. We're so happy for Corey and Danielle to fuck that Corey guy. It literally went from. <laughs> The wedding was great. It was amazing. To I go, I have actual audio from the wedding, and we've talked for 40 minutes about that yeah. ever since. Yeah. Because I know Corey would not want to. He'd be like, let's move on. I'd be getting texts. He'd be very him. unimpressed be like, right like, come now. Come on, come on. Let's go. What are we doing next? And we know he's never going to listen to the podcast. So. Oh, but there was so much. There was so much. <laughs> Speaking of that, we gotta, we, we've got to live stream very, very soon. Yes. I know we've talked about it, but we've mm-hmm. actually got to set a date and do it and especially with you know tawas coming up in the next uh what six eight weeks something like that 
Ian Lollapalooza. Thought, isn't it in August? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's in August, but it's I think it's in Burning Man. In Burning Man, right? Yeah, um, there's a lot of stuff that that's going to compete for my time. Yeah, I I can't be competing with other things for Todd's time. Todd Todd's time must be my time. <laughs> and and with that, so let's uh, let's do a little booze news, guys. That's and cool. now it's time for booze news. <laughs> <laughs> you like that, did you? <laughs> I do. <laughs> well, then you're going to like this, Todd, because I got two booze articles for you. But this one, this is the one I'm going to start with, and this is just for you, buddy. Uh, it is a, I did not know that this existed, but there's a website out there called chickfly.com. Now, you Say may it be again? Chickfly. Okay. You may be thinking, hey, this is a website for chickens that can fly. You'd be wrong. No. You'd be wrong. I was thinking I was thinking about hot ladies who fly on private jets. Uh you're close. What <laughs> what do these ladies what do these ladies on this website do? Let let's let let's 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 follow this to its natural conclusion, Todd. <laughs> this is a this is a, a retail site. They're trying to sell okay. you their 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 wares. Their service. Right. Yeah, yeah. Chickfly.com. What do you think they sell on this site? That's a that's a that's a dime piece to put on my arm when I go on a private flight. <laughs> you think this is a uh, a bordello type of a site, an escort service? No, no, Ladies no, no, no. Night, I'm not, perhaps. No, 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 okay. no. Gentlemen, gentlemen, I'm yeah. a married man. I'm happily married. Even. No, you can think unmarried man thoughts, and there's no, no law against no. that. I'm just saying it feels like though when I'm when I'm making my way. Uh, in fact, it'll be part of my grievances if I had made my way in my own mode of air transportation to the wedding. I might have, I might have dialed Chick Fly. You know, <laughs> all right, you you roll into the airport looking good with with a nice looking uh, a female companion or male companion, whatever 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 you're into, and you know, you roll off looking good, feeling good because you got somebody looking good next to you, and they, it's just it, it's not nothing sexual, just. You want somebody right next to you making you look, making you shine, making you shine, right? Yeah. Yeah. A little, little yeah. arm candy, a little, yeah. little, little diamond on your finger. Yeah. If, if you if you if your significant other can't be there with you, you still need a dime piece. That is a great guess, sir. But that is not what this site sells. So so we have a, we we have a, a formidable female audience, and this is for their oh, benef- yeah. for their benefit. So Chick Fly. Uh, <laughs> so the website starts <laughs> off with. Chick-fly, another way to open your pants. All right. Chick-fly's patented design provides access, giving you the freedom to go anywhere. And that is a, that is a turn of phrase. Our pants and leggings are sustainably made in the USA and are a soft, strong are uh, and are a soft, strong and stretchy, period. That's a horrible website, by the way. Wait, hold on. Yeah. These are still we're t- still talking about the pants, sense. right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a what strong, is, stretchy period. Hold on, uh, our pants and leggings are sustainably made in the USA, comma. So far, so good. Okay, okay. and are a soft, strong, and stretchy. Period. Bad sentence. Yeah, our patented. Who proofread that? I uh, the Chick Fly people. Our you know pa- they are the strong, st- uh, strong, soft, strong, and the stretchy. stretchy. Yes, yes. We these women. Uh, they, we they, tell they, them we are hearty women. We uh, tell them that they from are made. the steps of uh, Istanbul up to uh, the the mountains of uh, northern Russia. We tell them that they are made in Russia or the Americas, but it is it's back home. <laughs> it is back home. It we is, make it home. Yes. These are the, the, what, these who's are the going to get us in trouble for oh, saying no! built? Who's going to say I, in trouble when we say made in America? Oh yeah. no! 
Oh, now I know what it is. Yep. Our, our, patented, <laughs> our patented fly design has two overlapping stretch fabric panels that pull apart. Oh, the my fly God, goes dude. from front to back, allowing one to open it however much is desired. That means if your pussy is huge, you may need to open it more than uh, the normal person. The fly, the fly snaps back into shape. Are when you re- six? Eight. The fly snaps back into shape when released and stays put, all with the safety and ease of a zipperless fly. Chick fly pants work great for everybody. We now carry sizes X, uh, triple, uh, triple small, XS, triple small. extra small, extra small to three XL. As Joey would say, I don't understand, man. Calvin, <laughs> he goes, Calvin Klein's underwear suck. <laughs> he goes, what do you mean they suck? He goes. Man, he goes, I got this I got this one pair that said XS. Wasn't room for XS anything in there. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially this website, chickfly.com, is meant for hey, if you're a chick who's been out in the you know, on a camping trips, uh, out to, out out up north, uh, trips to Traverse City, and you found yourself out in the wilderness or hiking through the mountains or the gorges of uh, you know, let's say Death Valley or um, the Sierra Nevada. Uh, Sierra Nevada. Uh, mm. and, and there's no bathroom around. Mm-hmm. These fucking guys can just literally like zip and they can just whip their dick out and piss wherever they want. Sons of bitches. I want a little something where I, the chick wearing chick fly, can have the mm. same experience. The so, strong, independent, mm-hmm. confident woman. To squat over a cactus, mm-hmm. pull apart those two seams of fabric, and so, let loose so on nature. Let, let me ask this mm. question. Yeah. Um, what is the... Uh, readhering device for the chick fly pad is it magnets like into is, the fabric? It is so. This they, is, you said they snap back into place, which makes me think it's magnets. <laughs> it is a patented fly design. Yeah, patented, sir. So I understand that. Scientists. I'm not trying to invent there's scientists it. involved here. Yeah, mm. allowing pussy scientists has two overlapping stretch fabric. Uh, I don't know why this is. Yeah, no one can overlapping. Because yeah. <laughs> you have to hold because that way because it's got to it's got to slap back in place, but you got to hold slap. it. Slap, yeah. So it's is it slap slap the vajayj back in place? So is it like is it like um like our flies on a, on on boxer briefs where it, it goes back no. into place by itself? It, it's a, it opens so, the yeah. whole butt. It but, opens but, the whole but, butt. But they're overlapping. I know so that. So, so yes, you let the front butt and the back butt out at the same time. I think that they're made of that sort of uh, stretchy jean type of material. Where, mm. where yes, it's it should snap back into place. I think if it, I feel like if if it caught one of your pussy lips in there, it would be very painful. Yeah, it's or not, uh, you keep uh, using uh, that word that that twelfth that that sixth grade you, word. What do, you, what do you want me per, to say? It's a vagine. You you don't v- vagine lips or per, perhaps a, a clitonis. If a cl- <laughs> it got caught in there, that might be uh, that that would be bad business. That's, yes, that's like a water pick. <laughs> <laughs> So we want to hear from anybody out there in the audience who's ever used or is thinking about using uh, the pants that you new from Ameriglide, Chick Fly, Clitonis, Chickfly.com. Bob, yeah, Bob. Yeah. I have, so I have a couple of things. Can we sure. do? Can we so, do this or no? Yeah. Uh, let, let go ahead, Todd. So my first couple of things is this: great idea. Except for why is it called Chick Fly? Why isn't it like Chick Camp Chick in the wrong place? Because I'm like I've immediately thought airplane when you say fly. Because camping, I mean, ultimately, sure. this is this is camping pants, How, sp- right? So sp- it should be but, like, but it, but it's solving the fly problem of the chicks' pants. That, but tell you know, me this: yeah. spell spell but, the name of the the, of the website. The, no, spell the fly. Spell C-H-I-C-K the name C-K of the, the brand. 
Chick Fly. C H I C K Fly. Yeah, it's, it's all one word. Yeah. Ch- Chicken F L Y. See, but C H isn't that going to upset a lot of people that uh, maybe don't identify as a female and want to still use those pants? Well, wait a minute. If you didn't identify as a female, but you had a wiener, this doesn't help you because you got to now point it out the <laughs> right. back. But so it doesn't like, matter. It's but a, what if it's, it's, a, a, it's what if it's gonna, but what if it's they them? They them. If they have a wiener, this doesn't help them. Uh, they them. Uh, <laughs> They're like, well, it's got to be called wiener, chick. <laughs> if they have if yeah. they have a protruding wiener, they have to push it to the back. If wait, you're a, there are wieners that aren't protruding. If you're but a they that has an inner wiener, and. <laughs> There, there are females that there are females without wieners that identify as they them. That's fine if they don't have wieners. This is perfect for them. Yeah, but they're gonna like. Why is it called chick? Look, I, I I have. Why is it called fly? Because I've never seen a lady use a regular fly with a pants with zippers on them. So it doesn't even matter. (laughs) No, yeah, yeah, but we don't we We, don't call our pants. We use that. The dudes use that. That that's we're the only ones who operate that fly. Correct. We don't call our we don't call our we don't call our pants like. Peepee fly pants, you know, or male pants. Oh, no, no, you, you call them button fly pants. You call them... Uh, but that has nothing to do with the male gender. But if there was a problem with dudes' flies on dudes' pants, and yeah, you and I happened fly. to solve it and had a business plan, I would have no problem calling it dudefly.com. I mean, I, if I was neither would a, I, a personally. Problem, right. Neither would I. The, but you're not they, fly, them, and neither am I. These people, uh, who am I to get down on what they call their product? If they want to call it chickfly.com, that they're they're going to get business from the people who don't care what the name is, and they're not going to get business from the people who they're are offended get, by it that. Feels like, it and feels I like feel like they're going to be slowed, Bob, because you know, yeah. you know how much these cost? You broke up. What's that, Ted? I said, do you know how much these pants cost? These these leggings and pants. No, yeah, can we can we like delve into that in a second? Dollars. Todd gave his piece. They're can like we do this? Between between 100 between 120 150 bucks. Yeah, but they are solving a problem for which there has been no solution. Guys, this literally takes two seconds. <laughs> Honestly, I know. All right, we're gonna do a shot. Todd, get yourself something from your. Uh, I'm already ready since since Nick. That's right. Presser. Hey, here we go. Thank God. Shit all the time. Thank God. Cheers. Salute. Nastrovia. All right, so continue, please. Newport news. Sweet Machu Picchu. We can keep talking about this as long as you guys want. No, I, I the, said continue. The, web, the website is pretty awesome. The the, the, uh, the poses on the website are awesome. <laughs> yes. No, especially, uh, I don't know if you're, if you're looking at the website, Todd, over on the lower right-hand corner after you've been there for a while, it pops up a little thing asking if you want to sign up for their newsletter. And exactly. There's a picture, yeah, the lady a with the big old dot on her butt. To- <laughs> is she spreading topless. open the fly? Yes, she, she, she is. Yes, she is. But she's got fucking underwear on. Uh, no, because no, it turns maybe. out when you wear a chick fly, you go, you go commando. The, no, there's a little, there's a little, uh, like a, um, like a sensor? Stop. Yes, censored. Stop. I, I was, was going to say, so oh, right. so don't you have to? So yeah, yeah. But, but aren't these pants unsanitary? This the purpose. Aren't these pants it's unsanitary? Hold on, hold on. It feels like it because you have to go commando now. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. lies the problem. That's what I'm saying. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're hiking Let, through the Adirondacks. Wait, 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 wait. Back up for a second. I think a lot more yeah, women too. go commando than you think. that they're I think that's wishful thinking on our part. I don't think so. I do. But let me say this. Uh, this is from their website. that seam rubbing on your on your... Nethers. Hold on, day. hold on, Todd. They, they've had look. They've had our wieners rubbing on their nethers for so long. I'm sure the seam is not an issue. This is going to go over like a fucking <laughs> <pack of rocks. laughs> Jesus Christ. So they've had our wieners for centuries yes. rubbing on their flies. What's a, what's a seam here or there? 
Uh, oh Chick fly God. pants are it's made out of sustainable. Todd, and Todd, sorry. Chick fly pants are made out of sus- sustainable bamboo, merino, and eucalyptus fabrics. That's all well oh and good. Goodness. Salute they, eucalyptus. They, just choke up the. They the, are the they are breathable, odor resistant, color fast. They would have to be great, odor resistant if you can't wear. Which underwear. is great, color fast and antimicrobial. They would have to be that too. Also exactly. handcrafted exactly. and made in the U.S. So support the country. Support American yeah. businesses. But I'm yeah. saying it sounds a little unsanitary. I mean, it sounds I mean, to any guy we're gonna we're gonna say it, that their you shut your mouth. That sounds microbes. fantastic. They're saying the pants kill the microbes. But I think there's probably a lot of uh, classier broads uh, out there that are like, yeah, I'm not just gonna wear Those no underwear. Those classy with pants. broads would never find themselves out in the middle of the un- of the wilderness and having to pee. They wouldn't. No. Those classic bras are going to, are going to uh, high society parties, fashion shows. They're not finding themselves out in Death Death Valley that needed to use the restroom. Clarifying so, question. So no one is going to use these pants that Ever. is is not like hiking through the desert? I mean, no I one's going to... Exactly. I feel that's like, exactly what they're for, Nick. You, you're, you're right. right on it. Yeah, that's it, Todd. Yeah. You, you are, there's a very niche market that you are marketing these pants for. And, but and there's, not for there's, nothing. There's a lot of... You know, tactical knives and stuff that are made specifically for police officers, and you got people like Greg that just buy them and, and wear them every day. So it doesn't mean that that's the way it's going to go just because that's the way it's marketed. There's going to be people who are morbidly curious who are going to buy these even though they live in, you know, New York City. And they're going to be like, oh, thank God, like, I can pee can in just, the bar parking lot now. I can shit in the sewer I can pee through the underwear that I wear. And Bob, not for nothing. Just one thing now, and I'm now now I'm critiquing the the to your point the thing that sticks around for a while. So, yeah. if you go to, are you on the website right now by any chance? Of course. Go down to the very so the woman who's on that little thing that pops up. She's at the very bottom of the website. So scroll down. Got it. All right. So you see her there, right? Um, I, I see her there, featured in Outside Magazine and Chelsea lately. But if the, yep exactly but she so there's the picture of her Chelsea right? Chelsea lately she Jesus. got no top, she's got no shirt Chelsea on Handlers. at all why is she I know if she's gonna if she's gonna go topless in Sierra Nevada why does she even need the pants <laughs> that's a great point that's a great point <laughs> what? what once again what? Todd like, Dillon cutting through no cutting through all the noise to get to the meat of the argument yeah why are you wearing clothes at all meat of the argument exactly probably the uh, a great a great episode title she's going commando and topless but she's going to wear these 150 dollars pants could you i mean i so, think you just described so, american uh consumerism in a nutshell i mean can you can you imagine um you know i'm, I'm assuming that not every woman has a the straightest of streams <laughs> can you imagine the sides I, of these I've pants never, yeah i i imagine it's a problem i imagine most, most women know and, and again now i feel like I can't even say women. I feel like I have to say. <laughs> I'm actually they, just fucking they, with you. They, it them, doesn't bother I, me. Anyone without anyone, a wiener, Bob, without, a, without a without a penis, Bob. How how do you go Probably. from from judging and correcting yourself on on they them after you said women don't care about underwear because we've been rubbing our wieners in their crotch for years? Yeah, I'm old. <laughs> I'm old. I don't know. I don't know what to. I'm old. Yeah. I, I came from a I came from a society that uh, you know every our our eighth grade uh, our our eighth grade parties were uh, you know feeling each other up in the laundry room at a friend's the lipstick contest during a no God if I had only been born during the time of I'm going to send contest. these guys a note right now I'm sending these guys a note they should they yeah. need to change their name to dirty camping chick dot 
chickfly.com. Oh, well, dirty, we'll, dirty yeah. camping chip chick fly. Dirty camping chick. Fly. Dirty camping chick chickfly.com. Yes. That's what you want it to be. I think that's what that explains the product. That is a level of activism, <laughs> sir, that I've never heard you express. <laughs> and I, I'm quite I'm actually quite proud to have been here when you did. All right, we're gonna do a shot here. And uh this is gonna be uh this is gonna be a shout out to Nick's grandmother. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh my grandma recently passed. Uh she lived a long, amazing life. So I appreciate that. To your grandma. Gentlemen. To Nick's grandma. Salute. Woo. Woo. And with that, with uh, with Nick uh, having the microphone as well, uh, Nick, you got a story you wanted to tell. Yeah, just a, uh, I would say a real quick one, but it is me, so I'll try and be <laughs> as succinct as possible. But um, piggybacking, not tailing off of that. So, uh, you know, last night I, I kind of had, uh, I, I finally had my own moment. Um, you know, I, I was able to, to come home, and it was a very long day. We had the funeral. And uh, like twelve hour day, the the cemetery was hour and a half away. It was just a you know emotionally, physically long day. Uh, Bob was gracious enough. He's he's been amazing through all this, everything that's been going on. Just just a through and through true friend. Um, always constantly you know ask me if he can help out with anything, and I really appreciate that, buddy. Um, that being said, um, you know he you know invited me over. Uh, with just him and Lori for uh, a bonfire last night and good times, which I certainly needed, uh, but my body just wouldn't let me. Um, so I came home and had a couple cocktails and found myself at one point, um, you know, in my home by my by myself, <laughs> talking to my grandma. Very matter-of-factly, uh, out loud. How drunk were you at this point? I wasn't that drunk. Okay. But and you, you uh, had a couple drinks. Oh yeah. Okay. It was enough. Yeah. And uh, I do that some. You know, whenever anyone passes, that means a lot to me. I will speak to them as if they're here. Um, and it's only that. You know, it's not like once a week. I'm like, hey, how's it going? You know, like it's it's when it happens. I oh, feel because I hope when I pass that that you speak to me. I will. All right. Because I feel like. I don't know all the rules in the afterlife. I don't. I don't know if you know. I mean, are you? You're not God. You know, you can't. I don't know if you can just read my thoughts. So maybe what I have. If I can or see you spanking it. Yeah, right. I would that, hope not. See, that, therein, therein lies the rub, right? You don't know now. From now on, when you're at your freaking filthiest, Grandma might be looking over your shoulder. I've, I've made my peace with that. The people, the people that have seen me at my filthiest that have passed on, at, yeah. you know, they. Uh, they they can they they're can, all blind now. Yeah, they they you, you, you <laughs> they can't see, they see spend, you spanking it as a ghost. Uh, they they've all gouged I, their ghost. It seems like I'd go. I'd pick a different dimension. They can't <laughs> they can't share their spirits. Yeah, if you're on a new spiritual plane. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and all you, you can think of to do is to watch me whack off. Yeah, you know all you the answers what you get that, the answers to they, life they, and the universe. You just show up. You like pop in. You, Somebody did a you, pop in. In the blink of an eye and with your mind that you can travel to different dimensions and different universes, do you think that you're going to be in Dearborn Heights watching me fucking jerk off? I, I, I hope not. You, you, did, you did miss his, uh, Todd's Seinfeld pop in reference, though. <laughs> I did. Exactly. So. Be pop in. So. Especially, and if they only get like one, like 15 minutes a week, 
and then they pop in while you're spanking it. That's pretty. That's, <laughs> that's right. a bummer. I mean, leave, leave it to the Schnozcast to yeah. uh, to talk about my grandma's yep. funeral after death pop ins and, and, and jerk it off and me jerking off in the same sentence. Yes. That's absolutely fantastic. Thank we, you, gentlemen. We pivot on a dime here. Thank you. Um, so, I mean, I guess that's why our numbers are as high as they no. are. So <laughs> no other reason. No other reason. So. So anyhow, so hey, that, that that Joe Rogan is pretty cool, but if you want to listen to a podcast where they immediately shit on the living when the dead have are, are yeah. haunting their haunting their jerk off fantasies, let me just tell you something. Yeah, my buddy just lost his grandmother. <laughs> yeah. It was a horrible experience for him, and so I told him, "You better just make sure she doesn't watch you jerk off." Yep, and That's, I thought I think that really just kind of uh, just that, like everything. It that's just how you wraps, give comfort. Just wraps if, if, a bow around the podcast. Hang on, hang on. And, and your just, grief. Just, just to <laughs> clarify you. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Just to clarify a little bit. Because yeah. again, like you, Nick, I don't know, know the rules to the afterlife. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. Again, but I'm like, again, it feels like you could be anywhere. But what ha- my thing is when people die that I know, I'm like, what happens if like they're like they like they reel through like, hey, here are all the people that were important in my life. I think I'll pop in on this person, right? And then they pop in and they catch it at your worst. That's that's the thing you want to avoid, right? That's and I think if, if we all kind of think about it that way, we should be on on good behavior all the you, time. That way, you're saying, Todd, get, we should live yeah. our lives as though ghosts are popping in on us at all hours of the day. Word. <laughs> I mean, in, in I'm okay. Be your best all the time. I mean, right. I, I'm. Well, I mean, again, because I wouldn't want to see my grandma, my grandma to see me spanking it. I mean, this- maybe she's using this opportunity to go like, finally, I cannot wait to see Nick spanking it. I don't think so. No, I'm going to I'm going to forego the the, the, ple- no. the heavenly pleasures that await me. And I'm no. fucking, I'm going to go no. to this cloud. I'm see, just gonna- so you're taking this to the spot. I didn't think that's not where I, where I was going. <laughs> yeah. Going. You yeah. don't want to be doing something embarrassing if they only get like a 15 minute slot to like to like visit. Right. It's like maybe and you maybe hold you on get, a second. You get punch your ticket. Maybe if you punch your ticket. You get to drop in on all the living people that you want. And then wouldn't it suck that you like pop in like on your favorite niece and she's like she's like being teaching her kids something new, how to ride a bike or how to write write a poem. And then she pops in on Nick and he's got his wiener out looking at fat chicks freaking lifting weights. Nobody wants to see that. Oh, it's it's fat men and chicks, actually. Yeah. Stop being so sexist, Todd. Yeah. And, and to Bob, all I have to say is like Imagine like two days after your dad's funeral. If I was like, yeah, could you imagine what your dad would think with all the things that you've done with Lori in the past couple of days that yeah. he was watching? I would hope that he's watching. No, Jesus. But at the same time, I also know he's not because I subscribe as a as a child of the eighties. I subscribe to the ghost um, theory of the afterlife. the The Patrick Swayze. Um, theory of the afterlife. So your, your dad's hugging it, you from behind, no, helping no, you make pottery? No, no. In, in which, at the very end of the movie, he says goodbye, and he says, you never believe it, Molly. It's amazing, the love you feel inside. And he just walks, and, and he's sort of in in you know embraced, encircled by the other spirits who are waiting there to go to the other side. Mm-hmm. And I just assume that the, the heavenly pleasures and pure love and feeling that you would feel in the afterlife would mean that there's no fucking way you're going to spend your time looking back on the people that the, the afterlife should be a place in which you cannot believe what is there waiting for you. Well, what what Agreed, I was but what I was, you still have love for people who are still left behind, right? 
Of course. And that, but that love will live on forever in their hearts. And it's your job now to just go cloud to cloud and enjoy the, what I assume is like a, a heavenly, um, <laughs> like a Playboy, so like, Playboy like Mansion like a Grotto party. Giant orgy. Yeah, like a long Playboy Mansion Grotto slash. party. What, what, I was exactly. go- what I was going to say, uh, <laughs> excuse me, before uh, the fucking peanut gallery chimed in, yep. was that in my religion uh, as Roman Catholic, you know, mm-hmm. we believe that, you know, it's eternal happiness. And you, the, you wouldn't be a, 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 a particle or an atom of any part of your soul that you know would be interested in anything like that. You've you've got the answers to to life itself, and you've met God, and it, it, that doesn't even mean anything. It's just you're eternally happy, and I, I don't think that that's even a thought. I think you know hormones and everything like that are uh, a human uh, a human characteristic, and I don't even think that applies. Um, but Although I feel like I'd have imposter syndrome then if I've met God. He'd be like. I saw some of the filth you did while you were alive. You fuck. You're yeah. <laughs> so we, I know we've we've talked long and 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 uh, meaningfully about the fact that we we this is a podcast where we don't talk about politics or religion. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the afterlife. Corey said, "Just landed. Our flight kept uh, getting delayed." Yeah, I feel like the afterlife is not necessarily it doesn't fall into that category. So uh, I feel like we we could talk about yeah, the afterlife we're okay. for. Hours. Yeah, we're okay. Just not, not that a- we would maybe not angels. Uh, no. <laughs> well, we will leave that to the experts. Yeah, exactly. Like a pastor's son. Exactly, the son of a preacher man. Mm, Perhaps someone a- with a doctorate, <laughs> with a giant head <laughs> a and big, a big nose. Big headed son of a preacher man. Yes. Uh, we used to we used to have a friend that had a large head, and uh, we called him Spoda. And uh, <laughs> oh no, I know exactly what that means. <laughs> what does it mean? What does it mean? I don't know what it means, but it sounds awesome. The it reason, sounds awesome. I'll tell wrong. you. Well, it's it's clearly a uh, it, it it's a abbreviation. No, it's an acronym because mm-hmm. it's Spoda. Mm-hmm. It's an acronym for something that is super very uh, uh, non PC for me. No, so. no, no. It's not. No, it's okay. not. We call him Spoda because he had to have his hat special ordered. <laughs> Because <laughs> his head was too big. That, that's like Newt. That's like Newt. I stand corrected. Yeah. So we call him Spoda. We, but anyhow. We have, so Nick, Nick, yeah. sure, can you let me? Because we have funny. Yeah, I don't. I, so I haven't not, even started yet. So go ahead. There's there's a there's a gentleman that we played uh, college football with. Yes. Uh, Andy whose head Lewis. was so big that there was no helmet big enough at a at a university to fit his nugget. Oh my god! And so they had to. They found one that barely squeezed over his head, but his, his head was still so big they couldn't put a face mask on it. So <laughs> he had to he had to play, he had to practice like his first week yeah. uh, with just a, hel- a face maskless helmet. And so so they started calling him Newt because he looked like Newt Rockney yes. with no face mask. Yeah, that was his name. So his, the entire his name time is still Newt. There. Yes, I mean imagine to this day they call him Newt. And um, by the way, I, I if you watched him play. During that first year that we were there, um, it, it's it's just like watching a Three Stooges cartoon where where Curly had to put on the helmet and they were playing football. <laughs> I that, think we have a big what, Curly watching audience too. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we I, actually, God, I hope so. We actually, I think our Curly was the was the talent. I, I think when I looked at our demographics, I think it was like aged thirty through. 
48 or 50 or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Any, was, anyone in their uh, late late 40s, early 50s should absolutely fucking know the Three Stooges. I know of you them. You guys are pulling, pulling millennials and Gen Wires. Old X. Uh, but I don't feel bad about that because that's, not my, that's not my job. No. Um, as, as one of the elder, not the most eldest statesmen, but the uh, penultimate eldest statesman on this podcast, that's not my job to pull in the millennials. Yeah, Todd, you're you. That, that's that's Todd, Nick, Nick and Corey's job. That's not but, my job. I, but I pull who's, who's, I pull millennials. It, let, let's lay this to rest right now. Who's, yeah. Who is older? You or Todd? Todd, hundred percent. No, no, hundred percent. I know Todd. Are, oh, no. So Todd, but that yeah. should that should give you some sort of uh, some sort of and I and I emphasize silent grace <laughs> um, that you're the patriarch of this podcast. Oh, hundred percent. I am not. Yes. I, I know Have you, you age like I know yeah. you age like fine fine wine and black don't crack. Yeah, black but, don't crack. Yeah, but that has, that does not detract from your actual physical age, which is older. I, than I know me. what my physical age is, and I'm not the old. Todd's like sure. I identify as a 32 year old. Dude, if, uh, if you're gonna, <laughs> if you're legitimately going to call bullshit on this, then I'm going to have to produce. Uh, your, we'll upload it to the Schnozcast I'll, page. I'll, I'll get I'll get married to take a picture of your birth certificate. There you go. Let's make that happen. I am not. I am the second second oldest person in this podcast. Todd's like, hang on one second. I am Mary. We have to produce a fake birth certificate. <laughs> right. No, Mary would have my back in this one. She'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, Todd's the oldest. Oh, I'll help you out. What yeah. do you need? I'm I'm like the third oldest on this podcast, dude. Are you now saying that you're younger than Nicholas Bader? I'm saying I'm not the oldest dude on this podcast. Well, there's only four seen, dudes. I haven't seen I Nicholas mean, Bader's birth certificate or driver's license yet. Oh, dude, this this is to me. It's like the royal family. You know, <laughs> I'm just waiting for Charles to pass. You know, so and and I thought that I was next in line, but apparently I'm now third. I went yeah, from so you. so. It's it's a little upsetting. Uh, <laughs> But luckily, with COVID and everything, no, no, and it, 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 how the, much the, it affected African Americans, I may be okay because Jesus you, Christ. you may go first. Wow! So, so you know, I I may be lucky, and Todd, I nothing I, from you on that. I may be the host very. I was soon. just going to say, who, who who on the podcast who hasn't had COVID can raise their hand. First of all, there's only three of us here today, but I don't think anyone's not had COVID. But we've all had COVID. Yeah, but you had except that for except you, for one. You of had us. that high altitude, highfalutin COVID uh, of of Seattle. Nah, no, nah, that. But nah. you you got helicopter money. I'm sure you us were young getting people, in, us you, young you, people, you were we getting injections vaccine. of all manner of drugs. Dude, Todd, us youngins didn't need injections. Clorox. Us youngins, <laughs> Todd, the 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 evil. <laughs> Very, very invasive strains of of COVID could not survive at the altitudes you're yeah, at. Yeah, that's actually true. It, it 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 couldn't. You may have gotten like something sent in the mail from someone in Michigan, and you opened it up, and you're like, it's like it an was envelope, an envelope full of anthrax. It was it was like a mere shadow of 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 what the COVID we had. But you're exactly. like, yeah. somebody you're like, somebody mailed me a sniffle. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah. exactly. You're yeah. like, I sneezed in an envelope, but I sent it to you. You got you, you got that. It went from Michigan COVID to like mountain COVID, and you're like, yeah, this ain't nothing. This is this is nothing. This is like a sneeze. Yeah. Right. So gotcha. so anyhow, back so, to your story. Yeah. To, yeah. Let's 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 start the story. So <laughs> we haven't even started it yet. No, we no, haven't started. Yet. That's a scary okay. bit. Here we go. I know he, he's very long winded. I am. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> My grandma's watching me masturbate. Apparently, uh, according to YouTube. So. So anyhow, so uh, I think the only thing I said was last night I had a few drinks and I started out loud talking to my grandmother and I was just shit on. So, um, so welcome to the podcast. Yeah. 
So basically, basically, I told her, you know, I said, listen, I'm okay. What, Bob? Had you removed your hand from your dick at this point when you were talking to her, or were you still kind of like, hey? Uh, I was actually I'll, thinking I'll about your pu- dad, I'll and stop I was rubbing pumping. one out. I'll stop pumping. I'm still <laughs> cradling. I don't but- pump while I'm talking to dead relatives. <laughs> oh. That's that's all I wanted to know. Did you stop pumping before you talked to your grandma? Yeah, there was no pumping going right. on before or after. All right, next. Uh, so, so basically, I told her, I'm like, listen, you know, yeah. I, I don't need, don't you don't worry about, I don't know, like the, you know, in, in video game uh, mindset, like, I don't know the energy points you have to use to, like, um, send a sign to somebody and, and how much energy that takes away from you if, if that's what's being used up. You're concerned with her using her holy point bank. Yes, Exactly. To send you a message, yes, or to otherwise wow. communicate with you. I don't this know. Sounds like a B movie. Like, hey, if this is going to keep you from moving to that next cloud where the orgy is. Looks like, like we don't lost time. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like a B movie. Don't go to that uh, orgy cloud. I, I can't be responsible for you not going to that orgy cloud. Yeah. Like, don't don't waste your shit so, talking to me. Yeah. So I said, you know, very if, selfless. Of if me. that's the case, you know, don't don't send me a mess. I'm okay. I'm fine. Okay. Go to my dad. Go to my cousin. Go to my dad. Yeah, go to my dad. Go to my Anyone cousin. Anyone but me. Go to... Uh, so I can keep smacking. Go, go to your daughter, my aunt. <laughs> yeah. You know, send them a sign, you know, if, if that's the case. I don't need it. They need it, you know. So right. that that that's what happened last night. So today I wake up, and I, I go outside to do some yard work, and I hear like... <laughs> when I go out on the porch, and I'm like, what what's going on here? And I hear cheap, 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 all this noise on the, and I'm like, okay, that's a bird. Typically when you're close to a nest. Birds say chirp, not cheap. Oh, this one, this one was a a very low quality bird. Um, So I'm like, I know I'm close to a nest. Well, two days ago, I took like 14 inches off the shrubbery on the outside of my house and I just hacked them. We want a shrubbery. Yeah. And uh, so... I, I ended up realizing that there was a female robin in this shrub that, I mean, it could if it was any closer to my house, it would have been inside my house, um, that had a nest. And uh, so she was pissed off that I walked out. Well, they, they often say that when people pass, they send you robins um, as a sign to say, hey, I'm okay, whatever it may be. Um, and around here specifically... I don't see robins. I maybe have seen three since I've moved here seven years ago. And they've been male robins, the bright red ones. Uh, females are brown with a red beak. So I thought, well, it's it's a hen robin. You know, that makes sense. Uh, my grandma was a female, you know, with all her grandkids. So it's a hen robin. with it, And it, it couldn't be any closer to my house. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and I called my cousin Natalie, and I was telling her, she's like, oh, my God. Mom and dad were just talking about this the other day. And my aunt's very much on, you know, uh, she's of the school of thought of the spiritual plane and all this stuff. And she said, mom and dad and your dad were talking about this the other day and they think how much that's just such bullshit. And, uh, you know, that doesn't mean anything. Uh, And I said, well, you know, I I understand that um, when you buy a blue Jeep, uh, you're going to recognize more blue Jeeps on the road. I get that that's how the brain works. Right. Um, However, I know that, my dad has instilled in us, um, you know, from his grandmother, my great grandmother, um, you know, looking into 
making bird feeders, looking into them, nature, plants. You know, if, if you know me, we're always keeping an eye out for, oh, that's a, you know, a speckled whatever. And that's a blue, <laughs> that's a blue breasted swallow, you know? And, yeah. and so we're always looking for stuff like that. And I know in seven years I've seen three Robins and it's right. always been when someone has just passed. And, uh, so, so that being said, so, you know, my cousin Allie, who'd be the first person to bite on it. Cause she was the most upset. I think about my grandma. Um, she said, well, at any rate, that's pretty cool. You know? So, um, so the day went on and, uh, she said she told her mom and she kind of laughed it off, you know? Oh yeah, sure. You know? Yeah. And, uh, so I went outside to, I had a windmill in my backyard uh, storm took it down. I ended up buying another one six months ago. Haven't had any kind of inspiration to put it together. Today I decided I'm going to put that together. I went outside, spent a bunch of time outside, put it together, uh, got it. And it's like nine feet tall. It's like a farmer's wind windmill, you know, not, not something, you know, small that, you know, a little flower that spins in your garden or something sure. like that. So, so I put that together and, uh, I started thinking, and I'm like, you know, I remember my grandma, like, growing up, there was some association with robins. I don't know why. And I remember she had a red robin where the wings were like propellers in her rose garden, and they were always whipping in the wind, you know. And I thought, oh, that's kind of cool, you know. So I took a shower uh, after being outside, and... I went and sat down in the backyard and finally took a break. And I thought, let me just sit down. I've done so much yard work today. Let me just enjoy myself, you know. And so I started thinking to myself, and I thought, it was the first time I actually thought, oh, my God. You know, at any given point, as old as my grandma was, I could always call her and talk to her. And I thought, oh, my, I'm never going to be able to tell her, like, I love her again. You know, that's the worst part. I can't say that. And something, yeah. whether it was her or not, smacked me in the face instantly. And I've got my feet up, and I'm sitting in this chair. And, you know, shut up. She would be the first person to tell you, I know you love me, and, 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 and I love you too. Why, this, this is ridiculous. Yeah. So I instantly dismissed it. And the second I dismissed it, three feet from my body, a male cardinal, bright red, landed right in front of me and sat there and looked me in the eyes. And I took my phone out and I snapped a picture and it looked at me and it just flew away. So I thought, okay, Cardinal windmill, second Cardinal. I I got it. I got it. Maybe this is grandma saying, yeah, listen, I know you told me not to come, but I know what you need more than you know what you need. (laughs) You know, right? And uh, so I remember I I told my cousin she's like, "Oh my God, stop! Please stop!" I then called my dad and told him about it, yeah. and I said, "I understand that you don't believe in any of this, and you think it's all hooey, you know?" Yeah, hokum. Yep. And I said, "But I I know you love nature, so let me just send you the pictures." And he said, "Wow, that's so cool." Yeah. And twenty minutes after that, he sent me a text. He said, "Nick." a Cardinal just landed next to me in the garden. Dude. So that's awesome. I said, all right, loud and clear. I, I got you. 
I got That's you, awesome. Grandma. Hey, so, so since I'm the elder statement, and Pete, you guys are saying when I go, patriarch, oh, you patriarch. are the oldest. Yes. So, no, you, you, you heard it there, it, internet. Todd's no, like, no. I'm going to send the, the cobra. I, qu- I qualified <laughs> it, and I'll be sending buzzards. Well, they're already going to be there because you're going to be rotting in the middle of nowhere because you're, you've got a heart of no, coal. No, no. no. Yeah. You're going to be like, you know what I've never seen in my yard before? A buzzard. buzzard. <laughs> <laughs> a vulture that's like on its legs exactly. on the ground four feet exactly. tall. And the, and the true message will be when he takes the tip of your pinky fingers, bitches. Bless my pinky I'm finger. so glad you ended that with pinky yeah, fingers. Exactly. <laughs> Let me just you're say. You're going to take the tip of your dick when you're masturbating talking to your grandmother. <laughs> oh. New plan. <laughs> Let me just say that, uh, yeah, when my dad passed, um, my sister started texting me about seeing Cardinals. And I was like, what? I don't believe in that shit. I'm like, okay. And I swear to fucking Christ, the next three straight days, I saw. Now, what? Look, I'll be the first one to look for any scientific explanation sure to debunk mm-hmm. the you're a big spiritual debunker. yeah i i just you're don't, a man of science grief, uh, man grief, of science, dr- grief draws red birds not not a man of faith necessarily but for the next three days after i got home from uh from the funeral i had cardinals literally swarming my house showing up outside my front window like where whatever whatever window i was in front of they were like right there to the point where I bought a cardinal to sit on my mantle, mm-hmm. where you know that that's you know it's right above my fireplace. It's the that that's the gathering place in my house for me and my kids, and for for whomever comes over to my house, and and I am buying a cardinal um, ornament to hang from my tree. Um. Which was not, you know, it was it was like nine months later because my dad passed in February. He died on Super Bowl Sunday. But I was never really a believer in it until until that time. Sure. Because I couldn't ignore what I was seeing. I'm like, this is beyond just a coincidence. That doesn't happen. No. I, I'd never seen it happen, and I, and I lived in that same house for 20 years. I'd never seen it happen. There, There's a I'm woman go, There's a woman on Facebook... Um, who was grieving the loss of her mother and her daughter. They were older. She was older. Yeah. Her daughter was older. And they just happened to take a video in the backyard, you know, right after the week and all this stuff. And she said, you know, I told my mother, you know, please send me a sign, um, you know. And they were just talking. Right. And a cardinal landed on her shoulder. Jesus In Christ. the video. And Jesus they started Christ. petting it. And the cardinal wouldn't move from her shoulder for like five minutes <clears throat> and they start petting it and they start crying and they said, hi mom, you know? Jesus. So I, yeah, I believe, I believe in that, you know? And I would, I would, I would agree. Hopefully, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, we're joke, we're, we're telling jokes here, but I mean, I, I think yeah. if, if, if there isn't, if there isn't uh, that, that spiritual, that, that God, I mean, what's the point of earth, right? I mean, ultimately I don't buy that. This is just a, a, a random explosion uh, that that put people here with feelings and thoughts and uh, this again we are uh, of all nations even though we might not call the same thing God we all center around the same things and even though we're not good to each other I mean ultimately 
again, I, I don't know. Again, I don't tie that to Cardinals or anything like that specifically. But, mm-hmm. but I think I think that's pretty cool. I think uh, again, if I if 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 uh, if I if, uh, I have the ability to maneuver some things around so that people know I'm in a good spot. I will, and I definitely will make sure that it takes the tips of your pinkies and not your wingers <laughs> off if you're still alive. And I, I will say this, too, and I, I told Bob and Corey about this. A week before my grandma took her tragic fall that uh, inevitably ended you know, ended up being her demise, um, we had installed cameras in her house um, months prior. And uh, just to make sure, like, remotely we could see what was going on. At the house, we put railings in, all kinds of stuff. Um, and there was never anything of substance on the cameras. But a week before she fell, there was anomalies everywhere. There were orbs, big white orbs, when she would go to bed, flying around the room, glowing. And uh, we have it on video. We, we have it saved. And I made the hard comment to say to my aunt my my cousin, I said, you know, we all don't know the, we don't know any answers because none of us have gone to one side and come back to the other. I said, but there's a school of thought that, you know, this is, um, this is relatives that have passed starting the process of welcoming you home. And I remember my cousin Natalie said, I said, usually that means someone is close to death. And my cousin Natalie said, oh, that's nice. Because there was nothing wrong with my grandma, you know. She said, "That's really nice. That's really nice to think about." And literally a week later, she fell, and that mm. that was it, you know. So, so I believe, you know, that process had started. But uh, and I'll just show you this, Bob. Um, so, this is. Let's see here. If I can find it. Oh boy! Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I I I've always been the type of person to look at that sort of scenario and say and debunk it. You are you are in a, in a prime position to look for a reason to look for a reason to justify the grief that you're feeling, and therefore you're going to see signs and signals everywhere you look that validate the way that you feel. Sure. And, well, and, that, but, but there's something uh, else to you, Bob. I hold, would on, say. hold on, we, hold on. But, but until, until I, <clears throat> until I experience some loss in that way, you know, I, I really just felt like this, this has got to be more than just coincidence, you know? And, and, and it's entirely possible that I, was just feeling the same way. Like I, I had felt some incredible loss and I needed to, I needed some reassurance that the, the universe um, was telling me that this wasn't in vain, that this person would still live on in the form of a bird in the form of a goddamn uh, storm uh, that came through at a particular time. Yeah, I'm I'm more than willing to chalk it all up to complete coincidence and scientific explanation, but there are some times where you can't refute. Uh, something. As a human being, you 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 want to believe that the pain that you feel from God or the world or whomever taking the life of someone that was so close to you mm-hmm. meant something deeper 
than just, oh, you lost them, that's it. Everybody wants to feel that, that feeling. And so it's, it's, it's very easy to then be in that situation and go like, yes, I believe because I needed to feel that. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, with the Cardinal thing, with my dad passing away, with your grandmother, I'm totally fine with, yes, for that happening, that period of time, I, I will surrender myself to to the the coincidence of the world, um, the the arbitrary meaning of, you know, just just normal happenstance to 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 give me a, what I feel is a sign that that person is still with me. Yeah, and and I'm I'm with you there. I I'm a kind of a hybrid. Um, you know, I I want to attempt to debunk, yeah. and I I'm very logical. Um, but there are certain things that are slapping you too much in the face that you just you can't ignore. You know. Yeah. And so you surrender to that. But I'm sorry, Todd. Go ahead, buddy. No, no, not a, not. A, I was going to say, I actually have a, my my. I'm su- supporting what you guys are saying, but I would say, I'd, ultimately, I think it goes the other way around. I think really, uh, the 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 point I was going to try and make was this: most every other day until we have either loss or something like that to actually ground us in a moment of thought about us, how much we care about a person. The days and things move so fast. At, at the end of the day, we're not paying attention to any signs that we might get around that any other day we we all how many times have you driven to work or driven someplace an hour away but you couldn't name two things you saw on the highway or mm-hmm. anybody a car that you passed you we are we we our minds are busied and uh are set up especially today i think as, as the more technology there is the more uh distraction there is in our lives we aren't. We don't slow down to do that. So I, I think that there's there's both sides of the coin. I think that you, you like you, you to your points. I mean, ultimately, I look to logic, right? If, you, if 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 something something happened and you think that it's supernatural, I wanna I wanna first seek to debunk it just to make sure yes. I'm not making too too large a leap. Yeah. But I but I have faith that there is something greater because uh, again, if not, what's the point? And by the way, we see it really like if you slow down and think about it, every single day, there's something that happens that. Science can't fully explain no matter what, yeah. uh, especially with the human condition. Uh, and so therefore I, I, I think that on those, those days, and, and, and it's the unfortunate thing we, we go through life and we don't appreciate the time that we have with people uh, and all those moments. And then they pass away uh, and then the world slows down for us a little bit. And then that allows us to see the things. And again, maybe they're a little bit more visible or they may be a little bit more on the nose Sure. Uh, because you you have that grief, but I think ultimately, if you slowed down every day a little bit, uh, you'd see that this this we're all interconnected. And and so again, I, I have uh, again, I, I'm a smart ass about it, but I I've always had faith. And so the fact that that you were saying Bob that that something moved you to have that, I think we should all have faith because at the end of the day, uh, if 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 the, if there's not that, then there what's the point? Yeah. What what, is what what have you if not that? Sure. Correct. Darkness. Correct. You know. Yeah. Correct. Eternal Todd. black. Todd, yeah. well, well said, well said. Um, I I could easily tack on a smart aleck um, addendum to that, but I don't need to. Um, and I I feel wholeheartedly that, um, 
you know, my, my grandmother obviously knows me better than anyone. She changed me. She helped raise me, you know? And so the conversation that she could have overseen with my cousin, you know, of us saying, yeah, it's a pretty good coincidence. You got a female robin making a nest. How often does that happen? Yeah. And said, all right, I got something for you. You, you need something more in your face? Okay. I'm going to land three feet away from you and stare at <laughs> right, you. Right. And it's going to be a bright red. It's going to be a completely different one. Yeah. It's going to be a male cardinal. How about that? <laughs> you know, yeah. so, yeah. I, so at that point I was like, the connection with her always having a cardinal in her rose garden, that was a windmill. And out of nowhere, I'm putting this windmill together that day. And we had that conversation and I wasn't sold. I really wasn't. I'm like, it's nice. It's nice to think about, but I'm the first, like you, Todd, I'm the first to be like, this, this is a happenstance, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and then that happened and it was very strange. So, and I'll just, Todd, if you get a, a shot ready. Um, so this was not to scare it away. Uh, you guys won't be able to see this, but to show Bob, that is the brown female one raising the crest. Okay. Um, with the red beak. And then this is me uh, sitting in... Jerking off in your bathroom while your dead grandmother watches? Yep. Excellent. So that's that's something she had. Something oh. Like that. oh, man. That's what she had. And it was my whole childhood. It was sitting in a rose garden, you know. And I knew there was a tie from her to not just someone passing with cardinals, but she had something cardinal. I'm like, I know she had something. And I asked several family members. They said, you know, you're right. And my dad actually said... It's still at her house. It's in her flower garden. So my cousin Natalie said, uh, you should take that home and put it at your house. Did you? I I haven't. It was just today. So, no, I haven't okay. been there yet. But this. I think you should definitely take advantage of that. Staring right at me. That's crazy, man. But, again, uh, we we seek to, 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 to see the meaningful. We want to see what in, we want to see. In, right. Yeah. And who am I? This has never you, happened to, to me. say that you didn't see that. Who am I to say that that's not real to you, that that's not meaningful to you? But the the fact of the matter is, is I I can look at science, and I can look at probability. Science, weird science. <laughs> they blinded me with science. I can look at yeah. I can look at probability, logic, science, and I can say with uh, wholeheartedly say that within seven years, I've First of all, within 39 years, I've never seen a robin's yeah. nest. Right. I've never seen a female robin that up close. And the only times I've ever seen a male robin, which is all red, even remotely close, which was in a circumstance when I lost someone. And this yeah, was the closest. And like I said, in seven years in this neighborhood... I've seen about three red kernels, car, uh, which were would be the male, and this could not have flown. I mean, if if unless it would have landed on my shoulder, it could not have gotten any closer. And I would have thought that that was miraculous if any bird flew and landed that close to me and stared at me. But this, you know, I think robins are the. You know, I don't believe my grandma is in the robin. I believe it's a messenger. And a sign. Sure. And why pick, why pick that? Well, it is the most colorful bird around here. I mean, a lot of our birds are are brown and everything. So this is like a smack you in the face, bright red bird. Yeah. 
that is not common to see. And, uh, you know, what, you know, hours after I just happened to talk about this, it flies down right next to me and lands. I mean, that's, you're looking, maybe, maybe that's the best gift that your grandmother could give you is yeah, for it, you to start see looking for meaning in the meaningless sure to look for truth in in the lies to look for inspiration in the banal hope hope in the hopelessness i mean you think about uh, something as fiction as stranger things but we don't know the level of communication they obviously if it was uh, as easy as turning on a light switch to appear in front of your family members and say hey Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Then you'd be having photos and videos and pictures all the time of this 100%. shit. Uh, but it just doesn't happen. So um, I can only assume the amount of energy that may have required for her to send that message. You know, I mean, I certainly had similar thoughts after my dad passed that, you know, what does it all mean? What, what am I meant to do? Mm-hmm. What, 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 what am I doing that I shouldn't be doing? Am I living a good life? Am I am I being all that I can be for my? You should stop smoking, you prick. <sighs> yeah, you prick. Thanks, Todd. You're welcome. Um, I'm trying to. I'm channeling. How can your I? Dad. If there's how, anyone that can take the tears away from your eyes, it's Todd. <laughs> Todd Dillon. <laughs> exactly. How can I be, um, you know, a better father to my kids, a better stop friend smoking. to my friends? Stop uh, smoking. A better. Uh, how how can I? How can I mute my friends <laughs> who are talking over he me? Just mute it. Um, I think this is the way to. The answer is to have your own mixer over the world. So anyone you're talking to, you just yes. mute mute when they're saying something that you don't want to hear. All right, you're back, Todd. <laughs> Stop smoking. All right, we, we've got a <laughs> we've got we've got a shot here for all the cardinals. We've got a in the shot world. here. Um, that can't drink. Think about them. Yeah, hundred percent. Well said. Rest in peace. So recently, uh, uh, you, you know, I know that you lost your grandma. I recently lost uh, my one of my really, really good friends. My high school football coach, Coach Dietrich, passed away. Again, had a long life, uh, but truly somebody who, who who molded me and huge impact on my life. I also lost Man, did he uh, a team up. member from my pardon. I'm sorry. Go ahead. This is a hold on. We we gave him tons of shit about his grandmother watching him jerk off. The least you could do is take this shit from him about your ex football coach. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I didn't. I didn't complain. I just said, hey. I mean, ultimately, Coach Dietrich. uh, I'm sure he really molded you. Also lost one of my lost one of my my former teammates at Iceland, Richard Blaylock, and uh, Todd. It's not a competition, okay? No, I know I'm not. I'm. We're taking the time. We we actually had a deeper conversation, and and the one thing that struck me in this conversation is again, we need to take the time and and enjoy the moments. Ultimately, when I look back, look look at the things that I that that I when I live, I don't want it to go so fast. I'm not paying attention to the things that are telling me to be be a better person, be kind to people, and uh, be the type of person that that my my coach and uh, my teammates would want me to be. So I think. That, that's what I wanted to take away from well, this. Let, let me please then to, to let me raise, let's raise a glass. Everybody who might be listening um, to Nick's grandmother, to, to, Todd, lost to Todd's, to Todd's coach, to Todd's um, colleague at Iceland, to everyone who's lost someone who's to important to them, yeah. to my dad, to Corey's dad, Indeed. to yeah. everyone who's lost something, someone important to them and oh, close Corey. to them can uh, find a way to look inward and remember them. Cheers. 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 All right, that's a that's a that's a safe spot I think to move on. Woo. Hey Todd. Yes, sir. Did you get something in the mail from me recently? 
I did. God, if it's a I black did. doll of some sort. You want to show the camera? Doll. You have doll. A this you is have an action dolls. figure, brother. This <laughs> is an action figure, brother. Is he black? Winston. Winston Zenimore, the only Winston black Ghostbuster. Damn Mem- skiffy. Remember on, the ghost, bitches. Mem- remember on Stranger Things when Lucas was like, why do I have to be Winston? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is, yeah. Why, Todd's like, why did I have to get Winston? I'm like, because no, that's, wh- that's what I do. It, it, remember Mike it. was I like, it, I oh, I don't know, just because you have a lot of his characteristics and everything like that. And he goes, oh, so because they had two of one of the Ghostbusters. I forget the, the guy's name. but oh, it's uh, Egon and uh, Raymond Stance and uh, Pete Venkman. Yep, so Pete they, they both were Venkman. They showed up and they, oh, they, they, <laughs> right. they made their costume. He goes, we can't both be Venkman. And he goes, <laughs> okay, well. Well, then who's going to be Venkman? He goes, Mike goes, well, I should be Venkman. And he goes, why should you be Venkman over me? And he goes, because I thought of it first. And he goes, we made our costumes and didn't talk about it. So we don't know who made it first. Right. So so how are we going to decide? He goes, well, I think it's pretty clear that you should be, that I should be Venkman. And he goes, why? Because I'm black and I've got to be the black guy? <laughs> He's like, oh, oh no, uh, it's, it's got nothing to do with that. It's just, uh, you, you remind me a lot of him. And he's like, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, okay, right, <laughs> right. Now, hold on. You have seen Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's been a very long time. I couldn't quote well, it have. or anything. Yes. The original. Yes. No, no, you don't have to be able to quote it yep. as long as you've seen Michelin it. Man and. Or the, yeah. the, the, the State the Puff. State Puff Marshmallow Man. How did I come yes. up there for you? I don't know. <laughs> Excellent, sir. Uh, thank I, you. I was thank looking you, for something you. that was a little bit different, and I saw that, and I'm like, God damn it, I had it sent to your house immediately. He actually told me he wished he found a, a toy that was blacker, but he could only find that one. Yeah, so. that was the blackest. <laughs> right. He's running out. Hey, he's, start, he's starting to run no, out. No, 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 no. I'm not running out. I have a long <laughs> list of shit. I don't have enough time or money to send you all the shit that I want to send you, so I'm just gonna space it out. No, so. I love it. I love it. This is perfect. I gotta, I gotta find new space. Ultimately, I think the other cool thing is, by the way, when I'm at work, my camera actually faces my shrine of, of, uh, of, uh, and all your, all your coworkers are like, "What the? Fuck? My shrine of darkness, motherfucker! <laughs> shrine of darkness." <laughs> What was My it? Brown Dave, superheroes. There he Dave, goes. He's, Dave, he's got the top spot. Dave, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Charlie Murphy, they should have never given you motherfuckers money. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your couch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I wanna I wanna take this. I think we got about 10 minutes before we gotta wrap this up, but I wanna say let's uh let's move into gentlemen. No, gentlemen? No. No. Airing no, of no. Airing, airing of grievances. We've got airing of grievances and I we've got uh, existential. Hold on. Go ahead, Todd. I have I have grievances. Yeah. So we're gonna air so, grievances. I just uh before we before we uh, came back from the break, I recorded a little bit, so I may have something there to cobble together. Just a very quick intro to airing of grievances. I know you've got a lot of segments you're working on, Todd. I know. I so, do. I do. Uh, so, I do. I'll get l- it. But, I, but in, the, in the meantime, you can't let grievances go past. No, you you, you must not. So go ahead, Todd. Give yeah. us all you got. So, Give us all you got. I got it. So I got a couple of grievances, and I'm going to focus on the most important the travel, travel-related uh, grievances. Oh, so we spent a lot of time in the last episode talking about uh, the, the nuptials of Danielle and Corey. And so uh, during this trip, because of uh, some of the, some of the complications with travel and whatnot, I was unable uh, to take my normal uh, mean of tra- means of transportation. And uh, we didn't get the permits for Nick's house. 
So I took a normal commercial flight. Uh, and my grievance is this. Uh, I'm sitting in the first class cabin. And the, the last thing that, you know, you know when they do, you know how they do the like, here's how you buckle your seatbelt. They're doing all the announcements, right? Yeah, for people who and haven't then, flown an airplane since 1975. Exactly. And then the last bit they say is this. And the one, one other thing, people, people on the plane, use the lavatory in the cabin to which you are sitting. And so for security reasons, definitely don't go up to first class cabin to use the bathroom. You there's like five bathrooms in the in the back, then there's one bathroom in the front of the boat. Hold on. Why, so, why aren't the stewardesses or sorry, flight attendants stopping yes, the coach people from using the first class bathroom? That's why this is an airing of grievances, Bob, because right. it turns out that they don't enforce that shit. They they say use the restroom in your cabin. Yeah. And I found on both my my flight out to Detroit and my flight back, I had more ass in my face than a titty bar in <laughs> yeah. first class because motherfuckers were using the wrong restroom. And I'm like, why are they letting these motherfuckers up here? Why motherfuckers why? always trying to skate on the other side of the ice? Todd, Todd, why, why, why is it that anytime you travel, we have to know your social status <laughs> of flying first class? I mean, couldn't you just say, like, on my flight? Dude, if you've got helicopter money... <laughs> You want to keep that shit to yourself? Every time he's like, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I was in first class. <laughs> it wouldn't have been a grievance. Dude. I was in cattle class and somebody's ass. Cattle, wow. cattle class. Wow. All right. All right. Like all of us other, other chattel. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't in cattle class. And then my second thing is, and, and so, just so you feel better, Nick, this applies to everybody. Thank you. I can't wait to hear your Todd Dillon impression. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this is the other thing. Yeah. If you pick a window seat, and I get if you get assigned it and you didn't pick it, okay. But any motherfucker who picks a window seat and then gets up to go to the bathroom 17 times during a flight, shame on you. Todd, I'm sorry. Fucking, if you have a window seat, stay your bitch ass in your seat for the duration of the fucking flight and don't disturb yeah. the dude who's got the other seat. That's the rule. Todd, I'm sorry. Otherwise, the, the, well sit said. on the aisle. The only, the only times I've ever flown have been on a prop plane and uh, we were we were told where we needed to sit, and it was usually in the the cargo area. So we don't get to choose window seats or first class. So, I, so I'm just gonna have to guess uh, Nick, what it would I'm be gonna, like. If, I'm gonna send you a long distance hug, yeah, because of the the, the hardships that you've endured. endured. <laughs> but 90 percent of people who get on planes these days, actually, there's a whole sec- section when you when you buy your tickets, pick your seat. No, and the, so my so my grievances is. One that says, pick your seat on this plane, motherfucker. If you pick a window seat, don't be drinking 18 <laughs> beers. That's the other thing. We're the beers are free. Dude's acting like he's never going to get another beer again. Drinking the whole fucking flight. Every 15 minutes, he's like, tap. Sir, can, can I need to go to the bathroom? I'm like, you damn straight, you fucking bumass. You keep drinking beers, and now you're, and you pee after the first one. You're going to be peeing after every one. Please, please, if you are on a plane, and you have a, a walnut-sized bladder, either don't <laughs> drink or don't pick a freaking window seat. I mean, I mean, even Johnny Paycheck uh, saying about, I drank 16 beers, and uh, that's not even close to what this guy drank. So I, I wholeheartedly agree with you on that, that he should be more um, bladder-aware. Ladies and gentlemen, if you, uh, in, in the, uh, the Shadows Cast Bingo, if you picked an hour 50 into the podcast for the first Johnny Paycheck reference, <laughs> you are the winner. <laughs> You are the winner. I think it's the first no, I, one on, in two years. <laughs> it might be. 
But uh, anyway, that, those are my grievances. If you pick a window seat, stay in your fucking seat. I, you know, Todd, I, uh, um, if nothing, uh, an empath, and I feel your pain. I haven't been there, but I feel your pain. And by the way, Nick, just so you know, mm-hmm. is in first class too. I'm sure. I'm sure it was. <laughs> I expect nothing. Nothing less. You know, actually, I judge you, Todd. I honestly, I honestly judge you for not having a private plane because I feel like you should get, get. I feel like you should get your weight up. You, you oh, know, that's good. <laughs> wow, there's a bunch Even of their wieners. <laughs> well, Todd, I didn't know that conversation was going to go towards wieners, but. Year it always comes back to wieners. It always I was, comes back to wieners. I was, I was honestly, the funny thing is, before we, before I uh, got up and took a piss, and we start, we started talking about this. Um, I was gonna say that. What are your thoughts on in the year three thousand segment to piggyback off of Conan, do our own thing, and come up with our own in the year three thousand? Not every week, but something every now and then that we do. Yeah, I mean, you've got all for the, it. Yeah, because I was literally going to do that right before I went to Did bed. you know that I had No, that? I had no clue. Okay. Yeah, I had that drop, and that's perfect for... We could do that anytime you want. So I'm thinking... So I think we should all take... It should not be a Nick segment. Um, I think we should all we should all think about um, in the year 3000. Okay. We should come up with... Seg- I'm in. We all should right. come up with ideas. Um, so that being said, um, I think we're going to move on to... Uh, Nick's existential question? Yeah. Is there music for that? I don't think so. Oh, I guess I'm wrong. All right, ladies, gentlemen, and they, them, and their. Uh, <laughs> Way to be inclusive, sir. Uh, you know, I'm trying to reach out it. to everybody. Um, Show that love. For this week's installment, and it's not something we do every week, but it's uh, at least a treat for me because I like to uh, tantalate uh, the certain parts tantalate? of your... Titillate? That's it. There you go. Um, <laughs> from, from, yeah, I, I, from the person... I got, in, I got nothing. From the person in the group that has the biggest titillates of all of us. <laughs> Thank you, Todd. <laughs> Um, you son of a bitch. <laughs> those, those are only big because people used to tweak them when he was younger. <laughs> twerk on them? Twerk them. <laughs> twerk tweak them? It's a, it's a bullying tweak. story. If you don't Otherwise, laugh, you a, cry on this podcast. Yeah, it's a bullying story. That is. It, it, you, that's what you get, dude. You and I are going to get our comeuppance after making fun of Nick and his grandmother watching oh, him jerk God. off. You guys were ruthless. We were. I'm going to cry in <laughs> the gotta corner take later your, on tonight. You got to take your medicine, Todd Dillon. Yeah, really. I'll You're, take a little bit of that tussin. Get get some. <laughs> yeah. No, you need more than tussin. You need some SSRIs, buddy. So, uh, so we're gonna go on for this week's installment of Nick's existential question of the week, and that question is gonna be, and I know there's gonna be a follow up, so I'm just gonna read it twice. Uh, read it once and then do the follow up. Yeah. No, I'm gonna just read it twice. Yeah, it's uh, not gonna help. I know it won't. <laughs> yeah. I'll just you read think it it's once. gonna stop it. No, it yeah, won't. Just read it once. So, if you had to lose one of your five senses, which would you give up and why? Okay. There's only three of us tonight. Todd, so go ahead. Oh, you threw me right under the spot. 
No, no. I assume it, you have a clarifying he's not, question. Yeah, he's not going to go. He's just going to ask me something different. So, what are, uh, what can, are, the, what are the five can, senses, Nick? Can, can I get a six yeah. sense? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Can you just can you list all the senses? Taste, touch, smell, sight, sight and sound. Hearing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. If I and I had to give one, I have to give one up. Yeah, you give one up, and why would you do that? I I I, I think I would do. Is it okay if I just leap in? Absolutely, that's what we want. Just dive After right you in. Signed it to me first. No one you assigned prick. it to you first. No, we you were assigning. Prick. We were assigning the follow-up question the to you because we knew it was okay. Was like Todd. Todd, go. No, no. I, we I, know I, after I Bob gives an, his answer, a, you're going to go. I knew you'd have a clarifying question. You're going to go first of all. Can uh, one of Todd, my sons Todd, be uh, Todd? If you Todd, if you if you got an answer right now, go right ahead. I don't have an answer right now, but I have right, a question. Then I'll go. We knew you'd have a question. I fucking knew it, right? Yeah. What? But it. Let, let him just, okay yeah you did give him the opportunity to go i first. did so this and is now he's clamming up go, go ahead what's your question no, i got a question yeah like we know bitch. have i have i been missing this sense for forever or do i just lose it or do i and if i do lo- just lose it do i lose it for forever great question you, lo- you lose it now and you lose it forever yeah okay yep got it okay so bob go ahead yeah i gotta say touch touch is a sense is it not a sense um, <laughs> what are the five senses? Sight, sound, sight, sound, yeah, smell, yeah, taste, yeah, and touch, hearing. No, no sound is hearing. Oh, damn it! Touch, yeah, hearing, yeah. So sound. touch. If touch so, is a sense, so feeling. Yeah. I didn't know touch was a sense. Well, I'm asking you. Mm. This is your question. Okay, I, d- Do I didn't invent the senses. I can Google I, I, it. Yeah. Let me. So Google. we're gonna hold on. Let what are Google the five it. senses? It's got to be touch. It's got to be one of them. According to the World Economic Forum, when we think of human senses, we think of eyesight, hearing, taste, touch, and smell. You're there absolutely you right, Bob. You're right. absolutely right. I'm going to say touch. I'm going to say touch. And why? So you'd never, ever be able to feel the voluptuous childbearing did hips you, of Lori you, some, again. Somebody you touching volump- your wiener. Did you say voluptuous? Voluptuous, yeah. Like like a, like a Volumpus? Like voluptuous? What would you say? Voluptuous. No, yeah, M and voluptuous. Way. Okay. Yeah. How many times <laughs> could I have jumped on your back on certain things as a double English major? Oh, many, many times. That I have not. Uh, no one's stopping you. Well. Hey, mm. why are you comparing comparing yourself, though? Why are you making comparisons? <laughs> Bob, you, you, because your voluptuous sucks ass. Be, <laughs> I, I'm comparing myself because if, if like, I was, like, a, a double major in something amazing, like, I would hope that no one would, like, on the show, be like, "Hey, oh, you shit. fucking retard! This is what uh, yeah, you did this wrong." Wait a All right, retard. I'll say that for after anyway. The show craziness. I would Crazy. say I would say touch because the rest of the senses I can't. I can't. No. I can't. No. I can't bear no. to lose. Honestly, though, say no. say it no, for I'm, me. I'm being, no, no, no. I know, yeah. but say it for me again because I yeah. I didn't know I was. I, I'm the first person to say like, if I'm wrong, please tell me, and I don't yeah. know what. What did I say? You, say it again voluptuous it's vo- it, yeah, there's no voluptuous M. no there's okay. no M. voluptuous v-o-l-u-p-t-u-o-u-s i appreciate that no problem at all no problem at all so sense i don't have a double english major but you can ask me and i'll freaking correct you as well yeah we'll get to you dude yeah we're gonna we're gonna get to you as soon as your second drink is served on your first i've had a lifelong um thank thanks to fonzie i've had a lifelong fear of going blind um thanks to hey <laughs> hey i've lost my sight hey <laughs> hey I don't know. 
I don't, I don't understand. I just I feel like of what all we the tried fi- to do was the shot station. I think you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I really need to uh, hold on, hold on. Just be a little, a, a little uh, tender can, about this. You, you can be very tender, I, and I'm going to give you one second. Okay, yeah. I'm like Kanye with Taylor Swift. I'm going to give you a minute. All right. Um, I'll let you finish. Yeah. But I had, I it just you know since I've not had things to do, I. <sighs> I went into that freezer and I'm like, why is this freezer so full? Yet there's not a lot of food in here. (laughs) And I realized that I had a giant tote this big of that I filled with water and froze. How how big? If I was listening to the podcast, so if you if you took if you took your two arms, did not let them meet and made a square that big. He had a he had a tote that big, just full of fucking. Like, water, yeah, seven, that was taking up nine inches deep. That 30 percent of his of his freezer, if not more. And I filled it with water, and it was the middle of January, and it was very very cold. <laughs> and I brought it outside. Why did you do that? Because I wanted to have an ice luge for us, and that's what oh. that's that's when we came up right, with the, right, 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 the right, shot right. The station. Ice luge. The shots. The shot station. And oh, the shot station. That's when we start start talking about oh, the shot station. How are you going to talk about the station? Well, they, well, and we shot station. we went on and we were cracking for no reason because yeah. it's not funny. It's and, not good and, comedy. No, it's not. But we were hysterically cracking each other. I up. completely forgot all about it. And Corey was so annoyed. He was like. Ah, yeah, well, that's the only thing that kept us going on. Fucking stupid. Do, uh, are, and, am, and, am I wrong? No. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We, we, we I, we would just, if it was just you and I talking on the phone, it probably would have lasted like for four, like two, four seconds. Yeah. Oh, uh, four minutes. But still. <laughs> I but took, yeah, once I Bob, saw Corey, like, oh, Jesus. I'm like, oh, no, this needs to keep going. I took that yeah. two years ago Yeah. from the from the depths of the 15-degree winter. The depths. And I put it in my negative six-degree freezer at the bottom. Okay. And I forgot about it, and it was still down there. It was the length of the freezer. <laughs> yeah, we, and and two weeks ago, I've been wondering why we can't fit a goddamn fifth of booze. I, I in took the freezer. I took the food off the top and lifted this like fifty five pound brick of ice. I'm like, <laughs> you know what? It's Corey's wedding. If we haven't used it for Corey's wedding, we're not going to use yeah, it. Probably not. And it went into the sink, and three days later, it was still melting. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Still melting. So go ahead. I'm sorry. All right. No, no. no. So yeah, the sense of touch is is my choice. Todd, Bad what choice. do you what do you think? No, it's totally cool. Horrible choice. What do you got? You know why? Yeah. Well, do you want me to tell you why or tell you what? Mine no, no. Is? Do what you need to do. Well, first I'm gonna tell you it's a terrible choice because that means, let's just say, yeah, that a person who was your significant other was drinking hot chocolate and wanted to kiss you on your nethers. You wouldn't feel that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Because your touch is all gone. Because that, that is a fingers, brother. That is a very particular <laughs> objection, but, Todd. What I want to say though is 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 touch specific to your hands, or is it sensation? Ah, is no, it touch sen- is it's sensation it's every, everywhere. Oh exactly. My. So how everywhere? Would you, how would you have an orgasm? You, you hard. Uh, it'd be difficult. <laughs> you wouldn't. Yes. Probably. Well, I I I'd have to teach myself. You, either you would I have. Don't think you'd, you would. Have, you'd have none, or you'd have them all the time. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't I, think that's I, an exact. Hold science. on, I, you'd, I feel. You'd be an amateur I, hold or a on, pro. hold on. I feel like I've made a horrible mistake. I'd like to. Nope, nope, I'd nope, like to nope. Correct my answer. No, no, no. Say, I led you correct my answer to say sound. 
No, I was going to say sound. This is not a competition. How would you? How would you be on the podcast? I'd go with the podcast if I could have an orgasm again. You guys are both missing it, and you would do the same. You would do the same, Nick Baker. That's why it was going to be my choice. You can't pick two. No. No, you guys what? are all no, getting it wrong. No, I, I gave up my first choice. I I went back and I sorry, said, "Sorry, no, yours is touch." All right, it's touch. So, it's wrong. yeah, mine Can is. I gonna, go? Yeah, go ahead, Todd. I know what yours is, and it's wrong still. And I just want to give you the right oh, answer. You can thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. You know what's the wrong, wrong is, is my grandma watching me jerk off. That's wrong. <laughs> Very wrong. My dad, in grandmother, <laughs> in your eyes, but for her eyes, it's so so. Right. No, it's not. She doesn't have eyes anymore. So right. No, no, it's wrong on both ends. But the right answer is, and I'm giving up smell, because you know why? <laughs> of all the senses, I want to make sure, of all the senses, the one thing, I, I, while I love the smell of some things, there are more things I hate the smell of, like feet. Uh, people want to go to the bathroom. <laughs> when do you smell regular feet? Airports, and people are, I feel like he smells When do I smell a lot? feet? <laughs> a lot. Have you God, ever flo- God have bless you ever, Mary. Have you ever been on a plane where somebody takes their shoes off? I've smelled feet in plenty of places. I'm married to Mary. Feet. I smell feet all the time. Let, let me just, let me explain something to you, I didn't you, say that. Let me explain That something. was Bob Rankin saying those words when Mary gets to this episode, if she ever does. Mary's never going to listen to this episode. No, Mary, he told us Probably that in the text. Not. He doesn't like he your did. feet. Yeah, um, totally. So let me explain something to you, Todd. Um, I have one of the best olfactory senses in the world. Uh, since I was a little kid. Self-proclaimed. Oh, dude. Since I was a little kid, like... Anytime we went to a store, like I wasn't worried about toys or anything. I wanted to smell candles. I wanted to smell something, you know, and, and it was always about this, uh, the sense. Picture it, folks. If you were at a toy store, you remember looking down the aisle and seeing that weird kid trying to smell all the cool gifts. That no, was, I was, that was, Nick I was in the candle aisle. <laughs> Uh, of the toy store. Of the toy store. I'm not in the toy store. The candle on Jeffrey's ass. So what the fuck you do when you went to Toys R Us? When I went to Toys R Us, I found the scratch and sniff stickers. Oh, on Jeffrey's ass. Yeah. Who? Dude, if this is if if this is a if this is like a reference, he's trying to ask if there's if there's a limit in the number of ways that someone could be shamed when their grandma just passed away, and the answer is no. We're gonna do it. Yeah, Todd. It, enough ways. This is some kind of you know, reference to like the electric company. I'm not going to understand is? it. So, <laughs> Dude, wait a minute. You don't know who as Jeffrey the is? eldest as the eldest <laughs> member of the podcast. You remember uh, Will Jefferson? No, Todd's I Todd's trying to drop it. those wait old man references. On yeah, you. exactly. Hold on, Nick, you've you've never heard of Toys R Us, Nick? <laughs> no, I've been to Toys R Us many times. Yeah. Okay, so Jeffrey the freaking oh the giraffe. Well, you're gonna have to be specific. You just said Jeffrey. Like I'm supposed to know who. There's the only fu- one Jeffrey at the <laughs> you at said, Toys R Us. You said Toy it's Store. Not, you never mentioned Toys R Us. You never said Toys R Us. You Bob to said Toy Store. Go to the tape. and you go. I said oh, Toys Jeffrey. I, I thought you meant Mr. I, Jefferson. I didn't know who you were talking about. As, I, as I the king this. of clarifying questions, I did clarify Toys R Us explicitly. Okay, well, I you've had Jeff- you've had your chance, so you've lost smell. Um, Bob's lost <laughs> and it's touch. The right answer. Bob's not getting exactly. orgasms. Yep. And let me just exactly. tell you something, Todd. Yep. From from I'm someone not that asses anymore. From from someone that <laughs> has been in the culinary arts and also loves to cook, just like you do. You're not going to be able to taste anything if you don't have a sense of smell. So whoa, 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 whoa. No, you just lost two. Nope. Sorry. No, nope. I didn't. Too you bad. You can't, can't be. Explicit. I'm sorry, Mr. I've had mountain COVID. You Cur- lost mountain two. You've lost fucking <laughs> two. Question. You've lost two. Yeah. Damn it. You lost two. Sorry. 
Uh, Damn it. So that's that's the worst <laughs> thing to pick because you would never be able to taste food again. That's horrible. And it's sight. Fuck you guys. It's yeah. Like no, Fuck it's. You. I'm not. I'm not losing sight. No, I would, I'm not losing sight either. I would never lose sight. What are you losing? But I would certainly lose the sense <laughs> of hearing because I, I'm not. I'm not Bob. Uh, you know, I could go without music. I Shut still, the fuck up, Nick Bader. I, I can still communicate. I Do you can know what your Corey impression would sound like? <laughs> That's fine. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I would still eat, and guess what? I'm having orgasms. Oh, yeah. That's the one. All right. Well, that's you know, you know, for the week. It's left and right. <laughs> no one cares, Todd. No one can hear you. On behalf of Nick and Todd and the aforementioned Corey Seleski, this is Bob Sable. See you next weekend.